this is Phil Rizzuto with Joe Garagiola welcoming you to Bush Stadium, St. Louis, and the sixth game of the 1964 World Series. Brought to you by... Gillette, maker of the incomparable Gillette stainless steel blade. The world's sharpest, easiest shaving. Number one in sales by far. And the slim adjustable razor. Foamy shaving cream. Right guard deodorant. And sell up aftershave. And by Chrysler Corporation, makers of the new 1965 Plymouth Dodge. Dodge trucks. Chrysler and Imperial. Today's hosts, Chrysler and Imperial. For your listening pleasure, Gillette and Chrysler will also bring you exclusively on NBC Radio the 1965 Rose Bowl game. In this way, these companies wish to thank you for your support. Well, you couldn't have asked for a more beautiful day for the sixth game of the World Series here in St. Louis, Missouri. The wind will be a very little factor in this ball game. The flags are hanging just about straight down on the top of the roofs here at Bush Stadium. But nevertheless, in batting practice, many balls were hit out of the park both in left field, left center, and up on the roof in right field. The balls always do carry well here in St. Louis, but the temperature right now, close to 75 degrees, and before the game is over, and especially in the sunshine, it's going to be close to 80. So it'll be a perfect day for the game and for both teams. The Yankees, as you know, are down three games to two, and the Cardinals could clinch it today, but Yogi Berra has his team all fired up. The Yankees, who dropped four in a row to the Dodgers last year, want to bounce back and get that Yankee supremacy back on top. This broadcast is authorized under broadcasting rights granted by the Commissioner of Baseball solely for the entertainment of our listening audience. And any publication, rebroadcast, or other use of the descriptions and accounts of this game without the express written consent of the Commissioner of Baseball is prohibited. Ground crew out there now, manicuring the infield around the pitcher's box and home plate. And it looks like the grass has grown a little bit since opening day here at Bush Stadium. And maybe the infield will not be quite as fast as it was for the first two games played here at Bush Stadium. Nevertheless, it's still hard, and the ground balls will be going through the infield. Jim Barton, for the Yankees, is unlike Mel Stottlemyre, and there'll not be nearly as many ground balls hit off Barton Bowden's main fort is to uh, get them to hit the ball up in the air. And uh, that could be dangerous, too, here in this ballpark in St. Louis. On the other hand, Kurt Simmons, who, uh, as Joe Garagiola told you, throws a lot of breaking stuff and changes of speeds, gets the opposition to hit the ball on the ground, and that's where the defense comes in. Warming up down the left field foul line is Kurt Simmons, the left-hander, who actually has pitched the best game in this World Series so far as statistics are concerned. Simmons, as you know, worked eight innings and allowed just four base hits, giving up just one run. He walked three and struck out two. He was not credited with the win or the loss. And Jim Bowden, who right now is not down the right field foul line, taking his unusual way of limbering up before the game, warming up, then resting, and then coming back out and warming up for the last ten minutes, before the start of the ball game, so Bowden will be making his appearance again momentarily. The crowd is still filing in 
give you a rundown of the scores of the other games. In the first game, you remember the Cardinals defeated the Yankees 9-5, and the Yankees came back here in St. Louis to beat the Cardinals 8-3. In the first game at Yankee Stadium, Mickey Mantles, dramatic home run in the bottom of the ninth inning on the first pitch served up by Bonnie Schultz gave the Yankees a 2-1 to win. But then the Cardinals came back on just as dramatic a home run by Ken Boyer with the bases loaded. And that was an unusual ball game as the Yankees scored all three of their runs in one inning and the Cardinals all four of their runs in one inning. The Cardinals winning that ball game 4-3. to three. And then in the final game in New York, the only game that has gone extra innings thus far, the Cardinals won it 5-2 to two when Tim McCarver, who has been the hitting star for both sides with a... Uh, 4.7, no, let's see, his batting average is 4.71, he's 8 for 17, and his three-run homer won it for the Cardinals in the final game at Yankee Stadium. Well, we have the starting lineups for you, for the New York Yankees, it'll be Phil Lins leading off and playing shortstop, Bobby Richardson will be batting second and playing second base, in center field, hitting third, Roger Maris. Mickey Mantle hitting in the cleanup spot and again playing right field. Doing the catching as he has in every game thus far, Elston Howard. Ellie will be batting in the fifth position. In left field, batting sixth, Tommy Tresh. At first base, hitting in the seventh position, Joe Pepitone. And these are the only two changes that Yogi has made with a left-hand pitcher going for the Cardinals. He alternates Tresh and Pepitone in the lineup. Cleet Boyer will be at third base, hitting eighth. And pitching and batting ninth, the right-hander for the Yankees, Jim Bowden, who has just come out now and is starting to warm up again. For the St. Louis Cardinals, it'll be the speedy Kurt Flood leading off and playing center field. And you could say that about just about every hitter in the Cardinal lineup. Lou Brock will be in left field, batting second, playing first base and hitting third, Bill White. Ken Boyer will be the third baseman hitting in the cleanup spot, batting in the fifth position. And playing shortstop, Dick Grote. The catcher, Tim McCarver, hitting in the sixth position. Out in right field, batting seventh, will be Mike Shannon. The second baseman, batting eighth, will be Dal Maxville. And pitching and batting ninth, Kurt Simmons. And uh, out in front of home plate right now, ready to sing the national anthem, anthem will be Lisa Drake. The color guard out in short center field Please rise with the flag flying in front of them, ready now, and we're ready now for our national anthem. noon show, our national anthem.
10 seconds for station identification. WGY, WGFM, Schenectady. World Series time or any time, Ginger Perfect Saratoga Ginger Ale is the perfect drink. It has a refreshing, tangy flavor that lifts your spirits. Get Saratoga Ginger Ale at your store today. We bring you the star of last night's Tonight Show, Joe Garagiola. <laughs> Without the python, how about oh, that person? Oh, you showed me something last night. When that python came out, I jumped back 10 feet and I was watching on TV. I was hiding behind Skitch Henderson. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir, it's a big ball game here in St. Louis. And Jim Bowden against Kurt Simmons. Boy, all the ball players just going out around the field before the game, all talking about the background here. If you're not familiar with the background in center field, they call it Bush Gardens as it is a green background. Well, a lot of shrubbery back there, and I tell you, it just... Uh, sort of magnifies the ball in Yankee Stadium. The ball players with the spectators out there having some problems picking up the baseball, but here in batting practice, they're really popping them out of here. Kurt Simmons, Simmons spots that ball. He doesn't have any trick pitches. He's in and out, up and down, lets up a little bit on the curveball. He'll turn his fastball over, much to give the effect of a screwball. It's not a big, quick-breaking ball that he throws when he turns that fastball over. But he uses it for a, a double play pitch to get that ground ball. Mountain, a fastball, a curveball, a slider. There go the Cardinals on the field. And this crowd, many of them rising to their feet as they show their appreciation for the tremendous battle that this club has put up all year long, bouncing back to win the National League pennant. The game lead on the Yankees. When they returned from the yard, the airport was just jammed with St. Louis Cardinal fans, and it ended up that Johnny Keene, manager Johnny Keene, Bob Gibson, and Tim McCarver all had to make speeches. And now it's a sixth game. It's the Yankees who have their backs up against that wall against Simmons. Simmons won't strike out many. In fact, in the ball game that he pitched, Simmons. Didn't strike out a man until the seventh inning when he struck out Cleet Boyer. In fact, for the whole ball game, he struck out two. And if you're a box score guy where you follow the ball games by checking the box score, Jim Bolton, and Phil mentioned it about how many fly balls are hit in his ball game, 15 of the outs that were made in the air, nine ground balls. So if he's got his good fastball, you'll see a lot of fly balls. So it takes that good live fast ball and a good fast outfield. The grass is a little high. The infield is harder than Yankee Stadium. But Bill White makes the point that you get a good true hop here, so if you expect the ball to come off that grass quickly, you won't have any problems. Simmons has finished his warm-up tosses. Phil Lins is in that batter's box. Lins has four base hits in this World Series. They play him straight away. Chokes up on that bat. Right-handed hitter. A pesky little guy. And here's the first pitch of the ball game. Swung on line drive. Left field. Lou Brock comes in fast. Makes the grab. So there is one out. jump on it first. Well, you don't want that pitcher to get ahead of you at all. No, and, and you figured the start of the game he's going to lay that first one in that. 
Do you go for the long ball? Or you just... <laughs> Some guys do, Joe. One out here is Bobby Richardson. Bobby Richardson with nine base hits in this series. Shortens up as if the bunt takes it low and it's ball one. Al Smith of the American League is the home plate umpire. At first base is Frank Sicori. Bill McKinley of the American League is at uh, second base. And Ken Burkhardt of the National League at third base. The pitch to Richardson is high and outside. Ball two. Two balls and no strikes. Down the left field line from the American League is Hank Soar. In right field, it's Vinnie Smith of the National League. Umpires rotating this year. 2-0 pitch by Simmons to Richardson. Swung on, hot smash, left field, that's a base hit. Richardson is on. And the first two Yankee hitters having real good cuts at Simmons. Lynn's hit the ball hard. He was out on a line drive to Brock, but now Richardson lines a single between Boyer and Grote. He's on. Here's Roger Maris. Maris has four base hits in the World Series. As they've been doing the whole whole time here, uh, the Cardinal infield is not over shifts. They play Maris to pull that ball. The pitch. Swung on. A ball tip held on to by McCarver. Strike one. Blood is in deep right center field. Mike Shannon is back in right field. It's 310 down the line here in St. Louis. 354 in the slot in right center field. There goes Richardson. Here's the throw to second base. It is not in time. It's a stolen base for Bobby Richardson as the curveball went outside, and it's one ball and one strike. Richardson with the stolen base. So you'll never know until the game is over, but it looks like Yogi may have had a little bit of a pep talk before this ball game. These guys are coming out of the shoot right now. Bobby Richardson on at second base with the stolen base. One ball, one strike to Colin Maris. Fouls it back, and it's strike two. Joe, that was only the second stolen base of the series. The Yankees have both of them. Cleet Boy, I have the other one. And the Cardinals, who are really fast, though they haven't had to, have not had a stolen bases yet. Check that. Bill White Goblin at Yankee Stadium. trapped on a bunt play and had no place to go so he went to third and nobody knew what to do so they said give him a stolen base and send him off. <laughs> Mickey Mantle up there batting right-handed two men out and they play Mantle straight away. In fact Flood is directly in line with the bag at second base. Here's the pitch. Swung on and fouled off. And strike one. Ball game just getting underway. Bobby Richardson is at second base. He's single, stole second. Maris has just gone out on strikes, and Mantle's up there with the count of strike one. Kurt Simmons. Taking plenty of time, ready. The pitch. Outside. One ball and one strike. Simmons in and out with that ball, up and down. He'll put a little on, take a little off, give you Uncle Charlie. He knows all the tricks. He's not going to give you that good ball to hit unless he absolutely has to, and then he's not too sure about it. He may just call time and make a telephone call. <laughs> Here's the pitch. It's a strike. Up that outside corner. One ball, two strikes, two outs. Kurt Simmons 
a cool customer out there. He pinches at Rosenberg, studies the target. Richardson leading off second base. Now we're ready. And here's the pitch. Fastball inside. Two balls and two strikes. He tried to throw that ball by him. You know, pitching is keeping that hitter off stride. And that Simmons, he pitches like he's changing gears all the time. He's going 20 miles, then 30, then 40, back to 10, up to 80. He's constantly changing speeds. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. Bobby Richardson at second base. Ball game just underway. Here's the pitch to Mantle. Swing on and miss. He struck him out. So Simmons gets two strikeouts in the very first inning here. And that ends the inning. So the score is the Yankees nothing. And St. Louis coming to bat. You know, one of the unsung heroes for the Cardinals is certainly pitcher to Carl Warwick. He's been up four times. He's been on base four times. And that's what I call a perfect performance. And talk about perfection. Here's the way to get a perfect shave. The cleanest, quickest, easiest shave in the world. How? Well, let's go. First, splash on lots of hot water. Really wet those whiskers. And to make them even wetter, moisture-rich Gillette Foamy, regular or menthol. The only leading shaving cream with K34 hexachlorophene antiseptic. And now, the incomparable Gillette stainless steel blade. The easiest first shave of your life. Yes, Gillette guarantees you the best first shave and more superbly comfortable shaves per blade than with any other blade. Or your money back from Gillette. Quite a statement, quite a shave. Then top it off with crisp, refreshing Gillette sun-up aftershave. Smells better, feels better. Man, you put on a happy face. And you feel as good as you look. Kurt Simmons... Able to get Maris and Mantle on strikes. Out of the inning, and now it's Kurt Flood to lead it off for the St. Louis Cardinals. Flood, Brock, and White. Jim Bowden. And Phil, I'll promise it, if you'll promise it, I'm not going to mention how many times his hat falls off. Okay, Joe. One thing I wish you would tell me, I've been with you now for a week. Watch the Uncle Charlie pitch. A slow curveball. Oh, he lets up on it. The one that makes the shoestring snap. Okay. There's a strike of fastball. Man, you've heard catchers. Tebbets used to holler at all the time. Pull it along, take a little off, and give him Uncle Charlie. I never knew what it was. Well, they got you out with fastballs, huh? <laughs> There's a fastball outside. One ball and one strike. They play Flood straight away. This Flood can really fly. Rock, White, Boy, all good speed. Tap foul. One ball, two strikes. Nobody on, nobody out. Beautiful day. It's a high sky, though. They want to look at the baseball again. Mountain rolls it in. Al Smith takes a look at it. You flip it out. Boyer at third, Lenz at short, Richardson at second base, Pepitone at first base. One ball and two strikes. The count on flood. Bouton ready to pitch. A let up, swung on, line drive, base hit, left field. Up with the ball is fresh. Bobbles hit flood. Holds up at first, though. His fresh gets that ball right back in in a hurry. 
And every blade is guaranteed to give you the best first shave of your life. And more just like it, every blade than with any other blade. Or your money back from Gillette. Adjustable razor with Gillette stainless steel blades plus a free sample of crisp, refreshing sun-up. Just $1.50. Top half of the second inning, one to nothing. The St. Louis Cardinals out in front. Alston Howard leads it off. Howard, five base hits in this series so far, hitting 313, five for 16. Kurt Simmons, the left-hander, gets a sign from young Tim McCarver. It's low and it's ball one. The pitch. A let up. Popped up. Out goes Maxville. In comes Flood. Who's going to make the play? Maxville at second base. In short center field. Made the play. A let up. Howard popped it up in the short center field. And Flood and Maxville. Either one of them could have made the play. Maxville finally made the play. And there's one out. Joe, when you got those infielders, I can go back and get those. Texas League is it allows the outfielders to play a little deeper, and that is really great. For those couple steps on those long shots really do make the difference. They got a couple good ones on both ball clubs. Here is Tom Trash, batting right-handed. He takes up fastball on the outside corner at strike one. Simmons with that good control. He won't walk many. A let up. Ah, you can hear the crowd ooh and ah. They can see Tom Trash leaning. Simmons with that delivery of his. He hides that ball well. Another let up. This one bounced down to third baseman Ken Boyer. He's got it over to White inside. And that brings up Joe Pepitone. Last time that Pepitone faced Simmons, he was leaning over the plate, and Simmons moved him back. fastball that time. Ready now. The pitch. Low. One ball, one strike. You know, they talk about your pitching delivery helping you. This Simmons, he gives you a lot of motion. You see nothing but fingernails, elbows, and kneecaps when he starts to throw. Flicks that glove. Here's the 1-1 one, one pitch. Line drive, right field, Mike Shannon going back, Leach makes the catch, a one-handed grab by Mike Shannon to take away a base hit from Joe Pepitone. Nice play by the youngster in right field, Mike Shannon. Crowd appreciates it. Ends the inning and the score is St. Louis 1 and New York nothing. Who's been using my right guard? Well, many a man has been asking that question lately. Well, today the whole family is using Gillette right guard power spray deodorant because nothing touches you but the spray itself. It's always your own personal deodorant. And two seconds gives you 24-hour protection. Right Guard's not a gummy roll-on, not a messy cream. It's a refreshing mist. Cool and gentle. Dries on contact. 
And remember, nothing touches you but the spray itself. Seems like families everywhere are switching to Right Guard because today it's America's number one deodorant. And while we're talking about outstanding products, how about that Gillette stainless steel blade? Gillette guarantees the best first shave of your life and more superbly comfortable shaves every blade than with any other blade. Or your money back from Gillette. Discover for yourself the matchless uniformity of Gillette stainless steel blades.
Simpson going through a lot of signs. Hey, if McCarver would get a steal sign, shock wouldn't set in. It's not unusual. One to nothing. Cardinals leading. Bottom of the second. McCarver leading off. Shannon waiting. Good lead by McCarver. Here's the pitch. Swung on. Popped up right side. Foul ball out of play. One ball, two strikes. One out. Breeze blowing towards right field. One and nothing. St. Louis leading bottom of the second. This is the sixth game. Cardinals could win the World's Championship by beating the Yankees. Yankees battling back to tie it up and going to that big, big seventh game. McCarver leading off first base. Pepitone holding him close. Bouton ready. Shannon waits. The pitch. Outside. Two balls and two strikes. Once again, Shannon taking a look at Benson. He's not looking for any sign for himself. He just wants to know if something's going on with McCarver. Because with two strikes, he's protect that plate. Shannon going through his calisthenics. He comes from that Colorado school of hitting. Here's the 2-2 pitch now. Swung on and missed. He struck him out. Fountain with a good fastball gets Shannon. That's his second strikeout. And it brings up Del Maxville. This little guy has really done a job for the Cardinals. He is filling in for the injured Julian Javier. And what a big disappointment for Javier, as it is, of course, for Tony Kubek, who's out for the Yankees. Fly ball, right field. It's curving foul in the stands. There'll be no play. Mantle is over there. Kubek's place on the roster taken by young Mike Hegan. Kubek Ramos, of course, is out. He was not eligible, although he did such a fine job for the Yankees coming down the stretch. And Javier thought he might be able to play, but he was only used as a pinch hitter, so Maxwell is getting a chance, and he has been doing quite a job. McCarver leading off first, the pitch. Strike is called, a curveball. Two strikes, the count on Del Maxwell. In the outfield, shades Maxville towards the right field line. No balls, two strikes. McCarver at first base. one nothing. St. Louis leading. We're in the bottom of the second. Mountain delivers. Fastball. Right center field. Mantle is going over. Calling for the ball. Makes the play. A little fly ball hit by Maxville. Mantle hauls it in. And that ends the inning. So the score is St. Louis 1 and New York nothing. Shaving Comfort. It's a Gillette World Series special. Two six-blade dispensers. That's 12 incomparable Gillette stainless steel blades for just $1.50. Now's the time for you men who may not have tried this sensational blade to find out why it's the number one seller by far. You're guaranteed the best first shave and more superbly comfortable shaves every blade than with any other blade for your money back from Gillette. 12 stainless steel blades for only $1.50. You save 28 cents. Get 12 blades while the price... 
it to Lou Brock in left field his first time up. Simmons struck out two in the other ball game. So far today, he has struck out three. He's given up one hit. That was a base hit by Richardson. Lins waits. Curveball is low. A big, slow, roundhouse curveball. You could count the stitches on that baby as it came up there. Strike is called on the outside corner. Simmons is amazing. A great lesson for the fellow who thinks that maybe his career is about to end. He was a hard thrower when he came up, and Simmons made himself a fine pitcher. Here's a 1-1 pitch. High ball, two. They play Lynn straight away. One to nothing, St. Louis leading, top of the third. Here's the 2-1 pitch to Phil Lenz. Strike, a let up. When he, he's getting behind those hitters, and 2-1 and one is considered behind for Simmons, he is letting up, and both on his fastball and his curveball, he's changing speeds. 2-2 pitch. Swung on, popped up foul, out of play. And the count remains at two balls and two strikes. Many times you hear a fellow talk about a change of pace, he'll talk about a straight change. He'll let up a little bit on his fastball. Simmons can do that off his fastball, off his curveball, and he'll turn it over a little bit and give it the effect of a screwball, especially if you're a right-handed hitter. Two balls and two strikes with two outs. Phil Lins, the hitter. One nothing, St. Louis leading. Let up. Knock him out. He took something off the pitch again. And that's four strikeouts for Kurt Simmons as the Yankees go down. One, two, three. So the score is St. Louis one and New York nothing. The game continues at the beginning of side two after a short delay. Simmons in two ball games now. He has almost changed his style completely in that he's throwing looks like more change of paces now. That's right, Joe. Well, in Yankee Stadium, he had the benefit of the bad background. And uh, here you can see the ball a little better, so he's not throwing that high, hard one too often. Now, a bad hitter. He's up there now against Bouton. He takes it high, ball one. He sprays that ball to left field. Remember, he got a base hit to drive in a run off Boyer's glove. He helps himself to Simmons. A bad fielder, pretty good hitter. Waits. There's a strike. One ball and one strike. One to nothing. St. Louis leading bottom half of the third inning. Jim Bouton against Kurt Simmons. Sixth game of the World Series. Curve ball is high. Two balls and one strike to count. 
base hit by Flood, a base hit by Brock. White hit into a double play. Flood scoring. And that's how we stand, one to nothing. 2-1 pitch. Strike. You can hear that Al Smith all the way up here. You know, an umpire very rarely says strike or ball. They all have their own ways. And I know Smith gives you that, ah, or a strike. So nine innings of that, and... You're in pretty good shape for anything. Here's a 2-2 pitch. Line drive, base hit, up the middle. Kurt Simmons sends a fastball right back up the middle. And there are four pigeons out here who have been in right center field all day, and that ball just broke up that meeting of the pigeons out there. Well, they just move over in the right center. Time is called now. As the bat boy goes out with a jacket. And this game has become so specialized they have a light jacket and a heavy jacket. And since it's only 25 minutes to two, Simmons will go to the light jacket. If he goes to the heavy jacket with the wind not blowing, it could be... You don't agree with me, Phil, huh? <laughs> I'm listening, Joe. Very interesting. <laughs> I did hear some of those older fellas say when I was playing, boy, the game was tough. We didn't even use hard helmets. Just let our hair grow. <laughs> Here we go now. Simmons is well-dressed at first base. Here comes Boyer in at uh, third looking for a bunt flood weights. The pitch. High. Ball one. Flood can handle that bat. Benson going through all kinds of signs. He's still looking for the bunt. Flood can bunt and beat it out for the base hit. He's got that great speed. Nobody out. One and nothing. St. Louis out in front. Simmons on it first. Bowden at the bell. Checks the runner. Here's the pitch. Flood's going to bunt. Takes it outside. Ball two. Two balls and no strikes. Takes a look at Vern Benson again. Benson going through all the signs. Two balls and no strikes. It could switch off. Flood a leadoff man. Keen can do a many, many a, a thing here. Bunt. Have him taken. Sneak a base on balls. Here's the pitch. Takes it low. Ball three. So it's three balls, no strikes. Jim Bowden with Simmons at first base. Flood didn't even look at Benson this time because he's... <laughs> You don't think he's hidden, do you? Yeah. Oh, he'd be digging. They'd like to take that bat away from him to make sure. About ready. Simmons leads off. Here's the pitch. Strike is called. Taken all away. So three balls, one strike. Now Flood once again checks down there. Yankee bullpen busy. Sheldon up again. Three balls, one strike. Simmons at first base. Pepitone holding him close. The pitch. Swung on. Fly ball. Right center field. Mantle and Maris. Who's going to make the play? It is a... Hey! Roger Maris got in front of Mickey Mantle and caught that ball almost in right field. Looked like Mantle was going to make the play. He was waiting for it. And then Maris just came swooping across and made the play. Oh! Almost a collision. But blood is out. And here is Lou Brock. But, Joe, you know, all year, Mantle, with that bad knee, Maris has been taking everything he can get to, and I guess he figured Mickey wasn't going to get over there. 
That was really a right fielder's ball, so apparently it's one of those plays they've made up before the game that he's going to get everything he can. Here is Brock with the first pitch for a base hit. Swings and fouls it off, a high curveball. And it's strike one. Jim Bonton with the count of strike one on Lou Brock. Simmons is at first base. Pepitone is playing behind him. Boyer at third base still doesn't uh, think that Brock is swinging away. He's in about five steps at third base. Cleet Boyer really challenges these hitters to come on, hit it my way as he comes right in on top of them. The pitch. Swung on and missed, and he had a good cut at a fastball. Bouton challenged him with the fastball. He just doesn't give in. Bouton, a tough competitor. One of those fidgety guys, constantly thinking, fidgeting around with the uniform. Gives you the feeling that the coat hanger is still in the shirt. Two strikes. The count on Lou Brock. Simmons leads off. Here's the pitch. Fouled off, out of play. So the count remains at strike two. Remember Lou Burdett? Way he used to fidget around. Fred Haney had that great description. Said he could thread a sewing machine while it was turned on. <laughs> Boy, that's pretty fidgety. <laughs> two strikes. Brock waits. The pitch. Whoa! Spins him around like a yo-yo inside. It's ball one. Jim Bouton moves him back. One ball, two strikes, one out, one to nothing. St. Louis out in front. We're in the bottom of the third. Kurt Simmons is at first base. He got a base hit. Blood flight out to Roger Maris, and that's where we stand. Bouton ready. The pitch. A little looper, center field. Maris is sticking hard inside. A one-handed grab. Here's the throw to first base. It is not in time. And Bouton makes a fine play as he protects the play. And ball would have rolled into the dugout, but Bouton very alertly backing up the play kept that ball from going into the dugout. A tremendous play by the youngster. And Phil, how many times have you seen a pitcher turn spectator on that play and just stand on the mound? Quite often, Joe, and especially backing up first base because actually Bowden didn't know whether Maris was going to catch that ball tonight, and he might have had to go over and back up third ball base if the ball got by Roger Maris in center field. That's right. If it's a base hit, it's the play's at third base, so he had a decision to make. He made the right one, and he saved himself some trouble. Two outs, and Bill White is the hitter. White into a double play, hit the ball sharply at Bobby Richardson. Blood scored as White was being thrown out. Simmons still in first base. Pepitone behind the runner. Here's the pitch. Inside, and it's ball one. Boy, you like to see that pitcher bounce around like that. It just makes your whole club just look so much better. Half the time, the pitcher stands there like he's, you know, got a reserve seat or something watching the game. White swings at a high fastball. Had a good cut. Missed it. Boy, if nothing else, it'll loosen up every bone in your body. Manager likes to see that hitter take that kind of a cut, especially with two outs where he's looking for that long ball. One ball and one strike to count. Out and ready. 
Inside, ball two. Two balls, one strike. Elston Howard behind the plate. This guy, some catcher. These pitchers never look wild. Just kind of sits back there. Two-one pitch. Bouncing ball. Pepitone, a nice grab, one-handed. Flips to Bouton. It is in time, and White is out on a fine play. Pepitone to Bouton. So the score is St. Louis one, New York nothing. Want the cleanest, easiest shaves in the world? The best first shave of your life? Try the Gillette stainless steel blade, and you'll find out after one stroke why it's the number one seller by far. Yes, Gillette guarantees you the best first shave of your life, and more just like it every blade than with any other blade, or your money back from Gillette. Here's superb shaving satisfaction, blade after blade, dispenser after dispenser. The Gillette stainless sets a new standard for shaving comfort. See for yourself. We pause 30 seconds for station identification. WGY, WGFM, Schenectady. You'll always be home safe when you buy Ginger Perfect Saratoga Ginger Ale. It's extra pale dry flavors, bubbly bright and zesty, a real thirst quencher, too. And Saratoga Ginger Ale is a delicious mixer served with your favorite beverages. Saratoga Ginger Ale is a happy marriage of imported Jamaican ginger and clear, pure water with just the right touch of carbonation. Get Saratoga Ginger Ale at your favorite store in full quarts. Slide home with Ginger Perfect Saratoga Ginger Ale today. Bobby Richardson to lead it off. Phil, you've been listening to the press box announcement. Uh, pretty interesting. 30,805 people here again, Joe, and that's all three games played here at Bush Stadium have been the exact amount here each day for each game. Isn't that something? That could be a World Series record. <laughs> same number of people attending the same number of games. Bobby Richardson now. Richardson, the only base hit off Simmons. He single a left and stole second, but then Maris and Mantle went out. Simmons is ready, and here's the pitch. Swung on and popped up. Foul territory. Bill White over near the dugout. McCarver is there. Do they have room? No. Foul ball. Bill White and the Yankee bench jockeying back and forth. McCarver, when he flips that mask off, he really gets it out of the way. He had thrown that mask way back near the screen behind home plate. He's not about to step on it. One strike they count. Bobby Richardson, the hitter. Top of the fourth, St. Louis one, and New York nothing. Simmons is ready. The pitch. Swung on a hot smash. Base hit, center field, a slow curveball. And Richardson timed that ball perfectly, and he's got himself another base hit, and Richardson has 11 base hits in this series. So Bobby Richardson is on at first base. Roger Maris is the hitter. Maris was out on strikes his first time up, right down the end of that bat. Outfield swung around. White holds the base runner close. Here's a lob throw. Was not a good move by Simmons. Sometimes a pitcher will do that when that ball doesn't feel exactly right. Here's the pitch. Didn't mean to swing, hits his bat foul. Upper deck. And a youngster got it. Good deal. 
life's brightest moment right there. A couple of the men around there, they, they booted the ball around. The youngster just waited for it, and he grabbed it. Here's the pitch. Outside. One ball, one strike. Boyer's about even with the bag. He's wide of the bag. Grote shades towards the bag at shortstop. Maxwell is over, trying to protect against the hole between first and second. White holds the runner close. The pitch swung on and missed. One ball, two strikes. That was a fastball. He got it by him. In the outfield, Brock is in a normal left field position. Flood is shaded in right center. Shannon is back in right field. The gap is in left center field. One-two pitch now. Outside. Two and two. When Simmons turns that ball loose after changing speeds, it, it looks like it's really coming up there. Two balls, two strikes. Nobody out. Base runner at first is Bobby Richardson. One to nothing. The Cardinals are leading. Top of the fourth. Pitch. High. Ball three. Now, what do you do, coach? Rossetti at third base is going through the signs. Maris wants to know if Richardson is running or holding. Stay away from the double play if they start him, but if they strike him out, the chance will watch. Richardson's holding. The pitch is swung on, popped up. Ball territory. Down the first baseline. Bill White giving chase. He does not have room. Foul ball. And the count remains at three balls and two strikes. Richardson was not running. Richardson singled and stole second in the first inning. One to nothing, top of the fourth. St. Louis out in front. Simmons taking plenty of time. Bobby Richardson leads off first base. Bill White holds him close. Here's the pitch. There goes Richardson. Swung on, popped up. Bill White at first base in foul territory. Has plenty of room. Makes the play. Richardson gets back to first. You see White take a look at Richardson as he was getting a beat on the pop foul. Many times the infielder will decoy you, and you go sliding in the second. That's right, Joe, and uh, Bobby, an exceptionally good base runner, always took, takes that little last second look at the hitter as he swings to see where it's going. A lot of runners run with their head down, and it's an easy double play. You just can't trust those infielders on that uh, that guy's running, boy. They, they really turn Shakespearean actors. They'll fake a ground ball, and you go sliding in, and then you look up. Whoops, the first baseman's making a play on a pop fly. Here is Mickey Mantle. One out, the pitch. Outside, ball one. Richardson at first base. That's how you can usually tell if it's a straight steal or a hit-and-run play, too. If it's a straight steal, he'll run with his head down. On the hit-and-run play, he'll watch the hitter. The ball is hit. He'll follow the ball. Mantle waits. The pitch. Outside. Ball two. Two balls and no strikes now. Mantle batting right-handed. He hit that tremendous home run. Batting left-handed off Barney Schultz. He's had a great year for the Yankees batting right-handed. He's got Simmons. Two balls and no strikes now. One out. Here's the pitch. He didn't mean to swing. Taps it. Bill White at first base has it. Flips the throw out at second. Back to first. Not in time. Mantle beat the return throw. Mantle trying to hold up on that pitch. The ball hit his bat. 
It got by Simmons. White made a fine play. Flipped to Grote. The force was on Bobby Richardson, but the return throw was not in time, and Mantle is at first base with two outs and Elston Howard, the hitter. Sure, that Bill White was better than halfway between first and second base when he fielded that ball. You talk about cat-like movements. He's got him out there. You know, he's not afraid to throw that ball to the, get the lead oh. guy, Phil. Sometimes a guy, you know, he'll get the ball and he'll look and then he'll play safety first. He fired that to growth. Here is Elston Howard. Strike is called a fastball. An outside corner. There are two outs. Mickey Mantle at first base. Howard popped out to Del Maxville on a let-up curveball his first time up. Mantle leads off the pitch. Foul tip. And a strike two. McCarver held on to it. So it's two strikes, no balls, two outs. Base runner at first is Mickey Mantle. One to nothing, top of the fourth. Howard, a big spread stand, swinging a 38-ounce bat. Holds that bat high. Here's a two-strike pitch now. Way outside, ball one. He couldn't hit that with a 38-ounce, 38-foot bat. Way out there. Simmons just kind of wasting that pitch. Wasting it to the point that he's trying to set up his next one. Here's the pitch. Inside, ball two, in and out. This guy's got an idea, boy. He wouldn't give you yesterday's paper to Simmons. Two balls and two strikes to count. He's ready. Here's the pitch. Outside, ball three. That's the one he wanted something to happen on. It didn't, and it gives Mickey Mantle about four extra steps at first base because with two outs, he can start to run the minute Simmons starts for the plate. Most pitchers like to see that pitch of decision on 2-2 rather than 3-2. Mantle's certainly fast enough to score on that long single now. Simmons ready. The pitch. Fouled off. The count remains at three balls and two strikes. That was a fastball. He got it by him. One to nothing. Top of the fourth inning from... Bush Stadium in St. Louis. This is Joe Garagiola with Phil Rizzuto. Sixth game of the World Series. Cardinals trying to nail it down today. Mantle leads off first. The pitch to Howard. Swung on a bouncing ball. Maxville has it at second base. Over to first in time. Maxville, a nice play. He throws out Howard at first base. That ends the inning. So the score is St. Louis one and New York nothing. A fast double play. Richardson to Lynn to Pepitone got the Yanks out of trouble in the first inning. And they didn't waste any time. And you might take a leaf out of their book and latch on fast to this World Series special from Gillette. It's a bargain opportunity to find out how clean and easy and smooth shaving can be. It's your chance to get two six-blade dispensers of Gillette stainless steel blades, 12 of them for only $1.50, and save 28 cents. That's weeks and weeks, yes, months of incomparable shaves. But it will only take one stroke to find out why this blade is America's number one seller by far. Gillette guarantees you the best first shave of your life and more superbly comfortable shaves every blade than with any other blade. Are your money back from Gillette. Look for this World Series special, but act fast. 12 Gillette stainless steel blades for only $1.50. You save 28 cents.
Ken Boyer, Dick Grote, and Tim McCarver, the Cardinal batters here in the bottom half of the fourth inning. One to nothing. Cardinal scored the run in the first inning. Flood single to left field. And then Brock on the first pitch, single to center, and Flood stopped the third. Bill White then hit a hot shot at Bobby Richardson, who flipped the lens back to Pepitone for a double play with Flood scoring. Boyer fly to left field to end the inning. And that's been the story of the scoring here at Bush Stadium. One to nothing. Bottom of the fourth inning, Boyer waits. High, ball one. Cardinals have made four hits. Yankees two. Up, up, foul. Straight back out of play. And it's one ball and one strike. Joe Schultz coaching at first base. You can hear him holler the words of encouragement to his hitter, Ken Boyer. Vern Benson, the coach at third base. Howard Pauletta, pitching coach. And Red Shane Dean's the other coach for manager, Johnny King. There's the strike of fastball. Home plate is just about completely covered in shadows. The shadow of the light standard covers a part of the first baseline. Here's a one-two pitch. Swung on, foul ball. Right field on the roof. Boyer's got good enough power to hit that ball on the roof here in St. Louis. It's 310 down the line, 354 in right center, 425 in dead center, 379 in left center, and 351 in left field right down the line. Struck him out. Boyer out on strikes, a foul tip held on to by Elston Howard, and Bouton has the first out in the bottom of the fourth, and here is Dick Grote. Three strikeouts for Bouton. Simmons has struck out four. Grote was called out on strikes the first time. And that's a bit unusual, because one thing Dick Grote will do is swing that bat. The pitch. Fouled off right side. Strike one. It's been a pitcher's battle so far between Simmons and Bowden. Baseball's all over this field. Howard had to chase one down. Richardson chased one down for the pitcher. Bouton ready. Right center field. Mantle going over. Maris going over fast. Maris is there and makes the play. Fly ball in the right center field. Looked like it might have plugged the gap, but that Maris really getting over there. Fill it. Switch to center field. Hasn't bothered him at all. No, and he's going to be in center field for a long, long time to come for the Yankees, Joe. Here is Tim McCarver, who is everybody's hero here in St. Louis. Youngster has really taken charge. He is nine for 18. Curveball inside, ball one. From Memphis, Tennessee. His father was on the police force and quit the police force so he could have more time to watch his son play Major League Baseball. There's a strike. One ball and one strike. 
They're playing McCarver just a little bit more to pull than they were earlier. The Yankee outfield is. 1-1 pitch. A let up, bounce foul down the first baseline. Joe Schultz makes a play. Boy, they got a bugler out in right field. Looks like he just missed a parade or something. He's been blowing since about 11.30. Somebody better tell him the band took off in the other bus. One ball, two strikes, two outs, one to nothing, bottom of the fourth. Jim Bowden. Now McCarver backs out as Bowden got ready. Now Smith calls time. All kinds of excitement. And Bowden's still holding the ball, and Gomez says they can't hit it as long as you hold it. Here's the one-two pitch. Curveball. It's low on his ball, too. Two balls and two strikes. One to nothing. St. Louis out in front. It's the bottom of the fourth. Bowden getting his sign. Here's the 2-2 pitch. Bouncing ball. Boyer can't get it. Lindsay has a tough play. The throw is not in time. He's got another base hit. Lins had a tough play. McCarver scooting down that line. Got that ball by Boyer. Lins got rid of that ball. Couldn't get too much on it because he had a throw from the hole. And so McCarver has the base hit. He's two for two. And he continues to get those base hits, Bill. Ten base hits in the ball game, And, uh, boy, that speed is, is really an asset, Joe. Especially when he goes with the pitches he did on that one in left field. He just laid that bat on that ball. It hit the ground three times, and he was on. Oh, it's Mike Shannon now with McCarver at first base. Here's the pitch outside, ball one. I'm sure you're all familiar with the World Series movies, and I tell you that McCarver, when he sees it, it's going to look like the life story of McCarver. He has been on base this whole series. Mike Shannon is out on strikes back in the second. Big, powerful right-hand hitter. McCarver leads off the pitch. Strike is called on the outside corner. One ball and one strike. Bouton made a real good pitch on McCarver. Tim did not swing. Just kind of laid that bat on the ball. And beat the throw by Linz. Linz made a fine play to make it as close as he did. One ball, one strike. McCarver leads off. The pitch to Shannon inside. There's a snap throw to first, but not in time. Two balls and one strike. Mike Shannon. Playing before the home folks. Two balls and one strike. Two outs. One to nothing. Bottom of the fourth. St. Louis out in front. McCarver a lead. The pitch to Shannon. Swing and a miss. And a strike two. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. Howard walks out in front of the plate. Bouton. A real battler on that mound. 
gets a sign from Howard. McCarver leading off first. Bowden at the belt. Shannon waits. Here's the pitch. Foul back. Fastball. And the count remains at two balls and two strikes. Shannon had a good cut at that fastball. Shannon twisting that bat around. Two balls, two strikes. Two outs. One to nothing. St. Louis leading. Bottom of the fourth. McCarver leading off at first base. Bowden ready. 2-2 pitch. Swung on and missed. He struck him out. A curveball. Shannon out on strikes. And the score is St. Louis 1 and New York nothing. Men, would you like the cleanest, quickest, easiest shaves in the world? It's really very simple. First, splash on lots of hot water. Really wet those whiskers. And then make them even wetter with moisture-rich Gillette Foamy, regular or menthol. It's tiny moisture bubbles super-saturate your beard. And Gillette Foamy is the only leading shave cream containing K34 hexachlorophene antiseptic. It cleanses your skin while you shave. Now, for the easiest first shave of your life, slip an incomparable Gillette stainless steel blade in your Gillette adjustable razor. Discover why this blade has become the number one seller by far. Gillette guarantees you more superbly comfortable shaves every blade than with any other blade or your money back from Gillette. And every shave can have a perfect ending. Splash on a dash of refreshing sun-up aftershave. Smells better, feels better, manlier. Women like it, too. And that's it for real shaving luxury. Foamy, Gillette stainless steel blades, and new sun-up aftershave. Tom Trash will lead it off. Top half of the fifth inning. One to nothing. St. Louis out in front. Trash bounced out his first time up. Trash batting right-handed against the left-hander Kurt Simmons, a switch hitter. It's Trash, as is Mantle. Here's the pitch. Outside, ball one. One ball, no strikes. Nobody on, nobody out, top of the fifth. Yankees have made two hits, Cardinals have made five. Swung on and missed, strike one. And you talk about a let up. Simmons threw there like he had a string on it at the other end. At the right time, he just yanked the string. One ball and one strike. Outside, ball two. That's the kind old Don Newcomb, when they wouldn't hit it, he'd call it a change of pace, and when they'd hit it, he'd call it a change of space. Two balls and one strike. The pitch. Foul ball out of play. Two balls and two strikes to count.
Nobody out. Nobody on. Top of the fifth. The Yankees trailing the Cardinals one to nothing. Simmons and Bouton, a real pitcher's battle. The left-hander's ready. Trash swings. That's one down left field line. It is curving foul. That ball would have been trouble. Trash got on in front of a curveball and pulled it foul down the left field line. The umpire down the left field line is Hank Soar of the American League. Al Smith, the American League, behind the plate. Sikori, National League, first base. McKinley, American League, second base. Burkhart of the National League, third base. Soar down left field line. And Vinnie Smith down the right field line. 2-2 pitch. Line drive, same spot. Lou Brock going over fast. Near the line, he dies. It's a fair ball. It gets by him. He Two bases as it bounces into the stands. And Lou Brock comes in to say something to Hank Soar now. A ball got by him as he dove. It bounced into the stands. And it's a ground rule double. Hank Soar right on top of that play. Motion fair ball right now. Brock gave it a real good effort. Tell you, Phil, that would have been trouble if it does, doesn't bounce into the stands because Brock was down, and I just wonder who would have retrieved it. Well, that would have been an easy triple for Trish, possibly an inside the parker because uh, Flood was over in right center field. So Trish is on at second base now with the double, and here is Joe Pepitone. Pepitone will try to get at least that ground ball to the right side to pick up that base, the pitch. Swings and misses strike one as he tried to pull that ball. And they play Pepitone to pull that ball. He was robbed of a base hit on a fine play by Shannon. Here's the pitch by Simmons. Fouls it back. And it's strike two. One to nothing. Top of the fifth. Tresh has just opened his fifth inning with a two-base hit. Now Joe Pepitone's up there with a the count of strike two. Simmons has struck out four. The base hit by Tresh was the third Yankee hit. Richardson has the other two. Simmons ready. Pepitone waiting. Simmons backed off for a minute. Gets a new sign. Now he's ready. Tresh leads off second. Here's the pitch. Struck him out. As Pepitone trying to hit that ground ball. Reach for a curveball, a big strikeout for Simmons. And it brings up Cleet Boyer. That was really a big strikeout, Joe. As you said, Pepitone, all he had to do is hit a ground ball to the right side, advance Tresh to third. Cleet Boyer now, one out, one to nothing. St. Louis out in front. Flying to center field. Here's other time up. Here's a pitch. It's low. Ball one. Trash at second base. He is a tying run. Simmons taking plenty of time. The pitch. Outside. And it's ball two. Two balls. No strikes. One out. Cleet Boyer. Waving at bat. Jim Bouton in the on-deck circle. Tresh leads off the pitch. It's a strike over the outside corner. 
Two balls, one strike. It's one out. Tom Thresh at second base. St. Louis one, New York nothing. Top of the fifth. The big sixth game of the World Series. The pitch. Swung on. Fly ball right field. It is a foul ball. Nobody can get it out of play into the stands. And it's two balls and two strikes. Right over the Yankee bullpen. Boy, there's a lot of players in both bullpens. You take a look at one, you take a look at the other, and it looks like juries that are off <laughs> just watching like everybody else. Two balls, two strikes. Boy, you're waiting. Big pitch coming up, and here it is. Swung on, a bouncing ball up the middle. Maxwell to his right. He has it to plays the first base in time, and Tresh takes third. So now it's up to Jim Bouton with two outs. Ron Taylor begins to loosen up for the St. Louis Cardinals. Both managers, of course, will shoot the works today. Johnny Keenan just a little bit of a better position than Yogi. There will be a tomorrow for Johnny Keene should he lose, but for Yogi, there is no tomorrow. For him, it's spring training if he loses today. Jim Bouton with Tom Fresh at third base. Wait, Simmons delivers. Outside, ball one. One ball, no strikes, two outs, one and nothing, Cardinals leading. The pitch to Bouton. Swung on, line drive, a base hit, left center field. This game is tied up. In the left center field, Brock runs that ball down, and Bouton really hit a line drive. Nothing fluky about that one. And it's all tied up, 1-1, as Bouton just took charge. Boy, I'll say one thing, Phil, throughout this series, the hitting by the pitchers, it's really come in clutch situations. Bowden really helped his own cause there. Joe, that ball, uh, nobody's hit a harder ball than that on the line in this series. All tied up now, and here is Phil Lenz. A double by Tresh, the ground ball by Boyer figures very prominently, although Tresh would have been able to score from second. Bowden drives in the run. Lenz is 0 for 2. Here's a pitch. Strike. Caught the inside corner. Ron Taylor is throwing very hard. And he started quickly, so it could be that the Cardinals noticed something about Simmons. Here's a pitch. Outside. One ball, one strike. A lot of little tip-offs that a pitcher will give if you've been studying them all year. Maybe he picks the rosin bank up a lot. Maybe he starts checking defense more. 1-1 one, one pitch. Swung on. Fly ball. Left field. Lou Brock is going back. Down with the glasses. He's got room. He's there. He makes the catch. At the middle of the fifth inning, the score is St. Louis 1 and New York 1. The Plymouth Belvedere, a new way to swing without going out on a limb.
big car at a little price. 18 models in all. 65 Plymouth Belvedere, a new way to swing. Now with all the roaring 65s at your Plymouth dealers. Pause 30 seconds for station identification. WGY, WGFM, Schenectady. Want to be a winner? Serve your guest Ginger Perfect Saratoga Ginger Ale. It's a pale dry ginger ale with just right carbonation and a touch of imported Jamaican ginger. It's great served ice cold in tall glasses and mixes superbly with other favorite beverages. And with full quarts of sparkling Saratoga Ginger Ale, you get over 10% more beverage. Saratoga Ginger Ale strikes out thirst and makes a delightful mixer, too. Get Saratoga Ginger Ale now at your favorite store. Bottom of the fifth inning, a brand new game all tied up, 1-1. And for the play-by-play, -play, here is Phil Rizzuto. Thank you, Joe. Dal Maxville leading off. Fly to right field his first time at bat. Jim Bowden kicks, delivers. It's a curve low, ball one. On deck, Kurt Simmons. The tension is mounting in this ballgame. 1-1 in the bottom of the fifth inning. Bowden's next delivery, high and outside, ball two, two and nothing. Elston Howard rubbing up the ball, wanting Bowden to slow down just a little bit. Maxville, a right-hand batter. Maris over in right center field for Maxville. Bowden gets the sign from Howard. His pitch is right in there. Two balls, one strike. Sun shining brightly here at Bush Stadium in St. Louis. The 2-1 delivery hit in the air to right field. Mickey Mantle going back and makes a one-handed catch. That ball was over Mickey's head. He had to reach high and lean back to make that play on the cinder path just in front of the wall alongside the 322-foot sign. A good play by Mantle. Mantle, you know, cannot move quickly to the right or left. One out and a hand for Kurt Simmons. Simmons singled up the middle in the third inning. Simmons backs him left-handed. On deck, Kurt, Kurt Flood. Bowden's pitch, high and tight, ball one. Here's the windup. 
Fastball high and away, ball two. Bowden fell behind on Dal Maxville, two and nothing. Got him on a fly to right. He's behind on Simmons now, two balls, no strikes. Here's the windup. The pitch is right in there. Strike call, two and one. Bowden's 2-1 delivery popped in the air. The shortstop filled in back on the edge of the outfield grass is there and takes it. It's two away. And that'll bring up Kurt Flood. Flood singled, leading off in the bottom of the first inning and came around to score after Brock singled him in the third and Bill White hit into a double play. In the third inning, Flood fly to right field and Kurt wants the umpire to take a look at the ball. With two out and nobody on, and the score tied 1-1 in the bottom of the fifth inning. You know what hurts, Phil, is when you ask the umpire to take a look at the ball, and he says, you're going to hit 250 whether you use a good ball or a bad ball. <laughs> and Al Smith did throw that ball out of play. I the outfield straight away on Kurt Flood. Fountain's curve is low and outside, ball one. On deck, Lou Brock. The one nothing pitch. Swing and a miss. Strike one. One and one. Bowden turns around. Walks back out towards second base. Here's his 1-1 delivery. It's on the outside corner. Strike two call. One ball, two strikes. Just a little bit of wind blowing now. Curve ball just misses the outside corner. The count's even two and two. Bowden has slowed down quite a bit here in the bottom of the fifth inning. Seems to be rubbing his right shoulder and right arm, swinging it around over his head. How can you tell when he feels good? <laughs> it is hard because he does that most of the time. Here's his 2-2 pitch. Inside. Brushes Flood back from the plate, and it's a 3-2 count. Neither pitcher has walked a man in this ballgame. In several 3-2 counts, but they've been able to come in with that vital pitch. And here's the payoff pitch to Flood. He checks his swing. It's ball four. The first walk of the ball game. Kurt Flood at first with two out. Pepitone moves over now to hold the bag against Flood. Howard out to the mound to talk with Bowden. All he wants is a chance to throw somebody out because anytime with two outs that a flutter or a Brock gets on, you've got to look for him to run. That's right, and as Joe can tell you, you steal on the pitcher. You don't steal on the catcher. They get that jump on the pitcher, you've got the bag. Lou Brock, who rifled a single to center field his first time up and flied out to center field in the third inning. Flood bouncing off first, the stretch by Bowden. The pitch swing and a foul tip back, strike one. 
Brock had a good cut at a high inside pass ball. Something unusual, uh, Phil. I just noticed Ken Burkhardt motioning to Bill McKinley uh, that blood can run. The umpires helping one another. Anybody is thankful for any help they get here. Here's the pitch. It's with pitch out, and the runner was not going. Bowden kneeled down after he delivered the pitch, and that ball didn't miss the outside corner as much as Howard wanted it to. Cleet Boyer continues to play in on the infield grass with Brock up there. A 1-1 count to the left-hand batter. Blood bounces off first. Bowden checking the sign, taking a long time. Now he sets. Checks Blood. His pitch fouled back against the screen. One ball, two strikes. Bill, you were a base dealer. What really stopped you? What took the spring out of your legs? When he kept throwing over there or when he just would hold the ball? When he would hold the ball. That's the, the worst thing that a base runner can have happen to him is when that pitcher comes down to a set position and holds that ball. They go through their regular motion. They got a set pattern. And a real good base runner can pick up this little bit of help and enable them to get that running jump on the pitcher. But I used to hate those pitches. I would hold the ball and make you wait, and then you'd be leaning back towards first base, not be able to get that jump. I only ask you because I never had that problem. <laughs> well, as a catcher, you would like that ball up, wouldn't you, around? Oh, I would always holler, you know, stop him. Don't let him get that walking lead. Uh, Jock Cross was good at that, getting a walking lead. Don't, don't, you know, stop him cold, and then, of course, you like to throw on a fastball. That's how you can tell a pretty good catcher, too, by the way. A safety first catcher will go to a lot of fastballs. But that good catcher, he doesn't care. He'll call curveballs. All right, one ball, two strikes, two outs. Score tied, 1-1. One, one. The pitch to Brock, curveball. He checks his swing. Throw to first base, and he's back just in time, and Flood had to hit the dirt that time. Flood was leaning towards second base as Brock started a swing held up. And the count's even at 2-2. Two and two. With two outs... He'd be running three and two, and with a guy like Flood, you have to look for him to run two and two. No this sense. would be a good spot, Joe. Right here. All right, here's the stretch by about. Flood's going. The ball is a ground ball. Base hit to right center. This could be trouble. Flood around second, digging to third. They hold him up. As Maris makes a beautiful throw from deep right center into the plate. Vern Benson held Flood up, but he had rounded the bag, and he was ready to go if he had gotten a green light. And Garagiola called that one beautifully. And I tell you, it would have been a close play at the plate because Maris was deep in right center, and though he made a beautiful throw, a one-bounce throw right in a Howard at the plate. That flood can really motor. So once again, the one-two punch by the Cardinals have runners at first and third with two out in the batter is Bill White. White bounced into a double play his first time up. Flood scoring on the DP. Then he bounced to first base. Here's the stretch by Bowden. The pitch to White is a curve high, ball one. White has hit the ball hard both times up. He was thrown out on a fine play by Pepitone in the third inning. Roland Sheldon gets up again in the Yankee bullpen with this score tied 1-1 and two out and two on in the bottom of the fifth inning. Bowden sets. His pitch low and inside. 
Two balls, no strikes. When the Cardinals gather momentum, so do the fans here in St. Louis. And, of course, the Cardinal fans figuring that Bill White is really overdue. He has had one hit in 21 times at bat in this series. But, Joe, I love to have a fellow like this White on the team that I'm playing with because even though he's not hitting, it hasn't bothered his fielding. No, sir. He doesn't put his head down between his legs and call in the dogs, I'll tell you that. All right, Bowden stretches. Runners lead away. Pitch to White. A ground ball back to Bowden. He's got it. He runs over, makes the unassisted putout. Pepitone had broken towards second. And that Bowden was taking no chances. Nothing across for the Cardinals in the bottom of the fifth. And at the end of the fifth inning, the score is the Yankees won and the Cardinals won. Roaring 65s, big plush Plymouth Fury, swinging Belvedere, compact Valiant, fastback Barracuda, four new kinds of Plymouth, 60 models in all. Roaring 65, Roaring 65. Plymouth Fury, Plymouth Belvedere, Plymouth Valiant, Plymouth Barracuda, the Roaring 65s, now at your Plymouth dealers. The ground crew manicuring the infield now as they smooth it down, and the infielders love to see this. That feels pretty well chewed up after five full innings of playing. And now Bobby Richardson, who is two for two in this ball game, has 11 base hits in the World Series, the most of any player on either team in this series. Bobby single to left in the first inning, stole second, but was stranded, and single to center in the fourth inning to lead off, but could not advance. Cardinal ground crew field right on the ball. They put new bags out for the second half of this game. And they do, and they don't waste any time. All right, Kurt Simmons remains on the mound. Ron Taylor not warming up right now. Here's the windup by the left-hander. Pitch to Richardson, popped in the air to short left field. Dick Rode waving everybody away. He's there and makes the catch. It's one away. Richardson, first ball hitting, as he did his first time at bat, but this time pops to short. Brings up Roger Maris. Maris is struck out and popped to first base. Roger has had only four hits and 24 times at bat in the series. A 1-1 ball game in the top of the sixth. Simmons, first pitch, just outside, ball one. The outfield is deep and around towards right on Maris. On deck, Mickey Mantle. Simmons delivers. It's low and away. Ball two. Two and nothing. <laughs> Simmons looks in for the sign. His pitch is fouled back up on the roof and out of play. And Joe, it's still amazing to all the Yankees as you talk to them and to me up here to see this infield play Maris just about straight away. 
Well, I know over in uh, America, they really overshift. That right side looks like a meeting of the symphony orchestra. They're all over there. Two and one on Maris. The curve is hit foul outside of first down the right field line. Count even at two and two. Now, it's, I just wonder if it's had an effect on Maris. I think it has, Joe, because even with the overshift in the American League, he can still pull that ball and get base hits through the infield. But here, it doesn't look like he's having that real good cut, and he seems to be trying to hit more straight away. One out, nobody on. The wind-up by Simmons. His pitch, slow curve, hit deep to right field. That one is gone. Wave, it stays fair, and it's a home run over the roof and way across the street in the Yankees' lead, two to one. Kurt Simmons had come in with a sidearm curveball, and Maris waited on it and really drilled it deep to right field over the roof. The first extra base hit for Roger Maris in this series, and he picked a great time to get it. It puts the Yankees out in front, 2-1. to one. Brings up Mickey Mantle. Mantle is struck out and bounced into a force play. Simmons delivers a high fly to right field. This one could go through way back. This one is up in the roof and out of play to win over the roof. Mickey Mantle hits one to right field over the roof. A lot more fair than Roger Maris's home run. But on two consecutive pitches, the M&M boys, Maris and Mantle, put the Yankees out in front three to one. And when they do it like that, it doesn't give your bullpen much of a chance to get up unless you're one of those guys that just can shake hands and be as hot as you'll get. Roger Craig is throwing fast and furious. McCarver's going out to talk to Simmons. Uh, kind of slow down the pace a little bit and kind of take inventory here. Boy, that happened in a hurry, Phil. That really happened. And as you say, Joe, the bullpen doesn't have too much time. And now there's a left-hander up there joining Roger Craig, the left-hander, Gordon Richardson. So both teams now with six base hits, but the Yankees got the two big bombs here in the top of the sixth. And they're leading three to one. There's one out, nobody on the batter, Elston Howard. Ellie has popped to second and bounced to second. Simmons delivers a slow clear here high in the air to right field. Shannon can get this one, though. He moves in and makes the catch. So it's two away. And the batter, Tommy Trey. I know a lot of times you've heard it, Phil. I have two fellas come back and they say, listen, let's start waiting and go to the opposite field. And just wonder who was the guy who started for the Yankees uh, because Mantle went to the opposite field. Howard definitely was going that way. Well, Joe, you uh, had noticed something last inning when uh, Simmons was in a little bit of trouble and they had the Cardinal bullpen going. Maybe Johnny Keane thought he uh, could get away with another inning or two, but... He got in trouble this inning. Tommy Trish takes a pitch low, ball one. Tommy has bounced to third, double to left. He scored the Yankees' first run in the fifth inning. Curve. The bat comes out of Trish's hand, and that set the World Series record, Joe. Yes, sir. The third base umpire, Kenny Burkhardt, picked that bat up. About 60 feet beyond third base, <laughs> down the left field line, as Trish swung and missed. 
That Buckhart took off like he thought it was a plane after him, and the propeller had broken loose. He was really spinning out of there. <laughs> and now Tommy Tresh wants a little uh, pine tar and rosin to give him a better grip on the handle of his bat. Someday it's going to happen. A guy's going to throw a bat, an infielder's going to pick it up, throw it to first, and they're going to call the guy out. <laughs> I tell you, with their reflexes, they might do it. And somebody will argue that he was safe. <laughs> One and one. The pitch, a ground foul outside of first. Jimmy Gleason knocks it down. One ball, two strikes. Two out, nobody on. Kurt Simmons goes to the rosin bag. On deck, Joe Pepitone. Lined up by Simmons. He kicks, delivers it. Strike three call. Trish knew it. The Yankees come up with two big runs on two big home runs. And at the middle of the sixth inning, the score is the Yankees three, the Cardinals one. Plymouth Belvedere, a new way to swing without going out on a limb. Sixty-five Belvedere, beauty, power, big car at a little price. Eighteen models in all. Sixty-five Plymouth Belvedere, a new way to swing. at your Plymouth dealers. For the Cardinals, in the bottom of the sixth, it'll be Kenny Boyer, Dick Grote, and Tim McCarver facing Jim Bowden. The Yankees leading 3-1 to one in this sixth game of the World Series. A must game for the New York Yankees. In 1952, the Dodgers had the Yankees down three games to two, and the Yankees won the final two games at Ebbets Field. Yogi, who has been optimistic all year long, continues that optimistic viewpoint right through this World Series. He claims the Yankees can do it. Kenny Boyer, fly to left and struck out. Bowden's curve is on the outside corner, strike one call. Yogi didn't make a big deal about it either, Phil, before the game. When he asked him how he felt, he said, why, can't we win two games here? <laughs> Yogi is short and to the point and gives you those straight answers. The one-strike curve, ground ball to second. Richardson on a big hop. Flips over to Pepitone. It's one away. Brings up Dick Grote. Grote struck out, fly to center field. Cardinals have had at least one hit in each of the first five innings, had two in the first inning. 
Pitch to Groat is taken high. Ball one as Groat bluffed a bunt. Boyer does not play in for Dick Groat. Groat not as fast as Flood or Brock or White. The next pitch right down the middle. Strike called. One and one. Bowden checks the sign. His pitch is high and away. Two balls and a strike. Last inning, Bowden was taking a little more time between pitches. This inning, he's pitching a little more rapidly. Groat with that closed stance. Looks at the pitcher over his left shoulder. The pitch to Groat. A line drive to right center field. Mantle over, and he's got it. No! Wait a minute. Juggled that ball three times and finally caught it. He really had me fouled up. Mickey got a good jump on the ball, got his glove on it, it bounced out of his glove, hit it with his bare hand, it went up in the air again, and then finally caught it. Phil, I think if you're scoring, you ought to give him one put on three assists. <laughs> he really bobbled that baby around. Maris said something to him, and I'll bet it was something to the effect of, listen, if you can't catch him, let the Sherman have him. So it's two out, and here is Tim McCarver. Red hot all through this World Series. McCarver single to right and beat out an infield single. Spezio and Buchek loosening up down in the Cardinal bullpen. Tim McCarver, a left-hand batter. Bowden's pitch is hit high in the air to straightaway center field. Roger Maris moving in under it. Maris is there and he's got it. An easy inning for Bowden, three up and three down. And now at the end of the sixth inning, the score is the Yankees three and the Cardinals one. And now we pause 30 seconds for station identification. WGY, WGFM, Schenectady. Take a between innings break and refresh yourself with a favorite mixed drink made with Saratoga Vichy. It brings out the fine flavor of any beverage. Saratoga Vichy adds more zest and flavor, not raw and rough like drinks on the rocks or dull and lifeless like drinks made with plain tap water. Saratoga Vichy is the genuine Vichy from the world-famous Saratoga Vichy Spring. Get Saratoga Vichy in the green bottle with a bright yellow label wherever you shop. Ask for it by name, Saratoga Vichy. All right, Kurt Simmons loosening up out on the mound. For the Yankees, it'll be the bottom third of the order. Joe Pepitone, Cleet Boyer, and Jim Barton to face Kurt Simmons. Going into the seventh inning of this ballgame with the Yankees leading three to one. Joe Pepitone, line to right field, robbed of a base hit on a real fine play by Mike Shannon. Pepitone struck out in the fifth inning. Lights are on here at Bush Stadium, even though the sun is shining brightly. Pepitone swings, foul tips the ball, strike one. And now Bonnie Schultz, the knuckleball thrower, and Ron Taylor, the hard-throwing right-hander, loosening up down in the Cardinal bullpen. In the Yankee bullpen, Whitey Ford loosening up. 
Pepitone runs up to Bunt, takes it outside, one-on-one. For the Cardinals, Simmons is scheduled to be the third hitter next inning. And also, the reason that Spezio and uh, Buchek were loosening up, Maxville scheduled to be the second batter next inning. Pitch to Joe on the outside corner, strike called. One ball, two strikes. With Whitey Ford warming up, uh, Phil Edwardy starts your buzzing. Should the Yankees win, will it be Saddlemeyer he comes back with? Saddlemeyer or Downing, Joe. The curve is just outside. Two and two. But as you told the uh, folks before listening in, there's no tomorrow for Yogi if they don't win this game, and it's a long winter. And all he can look forward to is spring training. So Yogi's got to shoot the works today. Pitch to Pepitone. Check swing, ground ball foul. Frank Crisetti. Moving over and up with it. Crow fires it into the catcher. And Al Smith throws it out of play. Two balls, two strikes. Nobody out and nobody on here in the top of the seventh. The 2-2 pitch high. Ball three. Three and two. The public address announcer is giving uh, some of the records that Mantle has broken with that home run he hit last time up. The curve is popped up. Bill White, coming over near the Yankee dugout, has got the room in foul territory. He puts it away, and it's one out. That brings up Cleet Boyer. Boyer flying to center and bounced to second base. Jim Bowden. Has the warm-up jacket on, going over the bat rack to get his bat. Whitey Ford continues to loosen up down the Yankee bullpen. First pitch to Boyer. Taken outside, ball one. Cleet has worn that golf glove on his left hand just about all year. Simmons back quickly with a slow curve. Swing and a miss. Strike one, one and one. That has been one of Simmons' most effective pitches all day, that change-up curveball. The 1-1 pitch. Line to left field for a base hit. Lou Brock over. He plays it off his shoulder, gets by and Boyer around first, going into second. And Boyer is in at second base. And that ball took a wicked hop and hit Brock off the right shoulder. And Johnny Keane is coming out to the mound. So it's a single and an error charged to Lou Brock. And that was a tough error for Lou Brock. And Johnny Keene has signals to the bullpen. Let's see who he wants. And it looks like Ron Taylor gets the call. Ron Taylor who was so effective against the Yankees in his last relief appearance, will be coming on, and that's going to be all for Kurt Simmons. Simmons has worked a total of six and one-third innings. He has allowed seven base hits, did not walk anyone, has struck out five, has been charged with three runs. And while uh, Simmons leaves the mound and gets a good hand, we'll pause 30 seconds for station identification. 
WGY, WGFM, Schenectady. You know, when a team gets in a slump, it always takes a short break to refresh. Same with yourself. If you're tense and nervous, take a flavor break next inning of this exciting World Series and refresh with sparkling Saratoga ginger ale. Ginger Perfect Saratoga ginger ale is perfect as a mixer. And served ice cold from the bottle, it's great at stack times and with meals. Saratoga ginger ale in full quarts. Get home with Saratoga ginger ale today. All right, Ron Taylor is out on the mound, and he'll be pitching to Jim Bowden. Bowden, who was out on deck, has gone back in the Yankee dugout to relax. Bonnie Schultz continues to throw down in the bullpen. All the announcements in the press box that you hear in the background, back-to-back home runs is a big topic of uh, conversation. The last time it was done was in 1932, uh, Ruth and Garrick in the fifth inning with a bright sun shining. They were two uh, pretty fair sluggers in their day, Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig. And Joe, you know here today at the game, uh, one of the greatest catchers of all time, Bill Dickey, and you know he almost signed Jim McCarver and got him away from the Cardinals? Listen, he was the one guy that was real high on him. I remember that because he kept raving about him and uh, kept talking about this kid's desire, and, boy, he has shown that in this series. Of course, if Dickie don't know catching, who's going to know it? All right, here is Jim Bowden. Bowden struck out, but then he lined a single to left center field in the fifth to drive in uh, the Yankees' first run. Fouls went just below it. Strike one. Cleet Boyer at second base. The Yankees lead 3-1. to one. We're in the top of the seventh inning. Boyer at second is Kurt Simmons' responsibility. Should he score in this inning, that run will be charged to Kurt Simmons. Stretch by Taylor. His pitch, line to beautiful play by Maxwell. Goes to close for the double play. Oh, that down Maxwell just took a double away from Jim Barton and turned it into a beautiful double play. And now at the middle of the seventh inning, the score is the Yankees three, the Cardinals one. Compact, compact, compact. 1965, Plymouth Valiant, the compact that hasn't forgotten why you buy a compact. Shannon will lead off the St. Louis. Bonnie Schultz continues to throw down in the Cardinal bullpen. Remember, the pitcher on Taylor is scheduled to be the third batter here in the bottom of the seventh for the Cardinals. Mike Shannon, been up twice, has struck out both times. Maxville is on deck, but he has just now been called back into the dugout by Johnny Keene. 
and hustles back into the on-deck circle. Jim Bowden ready. His pitch to Shannon. Low ball one. Cardinals have some pretty fair pinch hitters on that bench. Carl Warwick, who is three for three, and uh, Bob Skinner been mentioned too. There's a high drive to left. That ball is curving. Stretch over there, and that ball is out of play. And it would not have been quite far enough to have been a home run, but it was right near the wall in deep left field. A long strike on Mike Shannon. Howard now goes out to the mound to talk with Bowden. A lot of times like this, you just want to settle him down because uh, the long foul ball, I don't care what the game is, it's going to unsettle you just a bit. And that ball looked like it was one of those nice room service fastballs up in his eyes, and he just got around on it. And Elson Howard, happy that the Bowden was able to get away with the mistake. That's right, Joe, was right up around the letters. And not as much on it as Bowden has been throwing his fastball. Shannon now, who had uh, gone all the way to second base, taking a little breather outside the batter's box. It's a 1-1 count. Bowden looks in for the sign. Curve is high. Two balls and a strike. Bob Skinner is uh, walking up and down uh, the dugout with a bat in his hand. He is definitely a possibility as a pinch hitter. All right, Bob, ready for the 2-1 delivery. A foul again just below us. The count is even at 2-2. Two and two. Cardinals scored their one run right in the very first inning. Back-to-back -back singles by Flood and Brock and uh, a double play ground ball hit by Bill White. The Yankees scored one in the fifth inning, and then back-to-back the -back homers by Marathon Mantle and put the Yankees out in front three to one. The pitch fouled just up on the roof and out of play. And Bonnie Schultz continuing the throw in the Cardinal bullpen. Nobody up in the Yankee bullpen. Yankee outfield straight away and deep on Mike Shannon. Bowden ready now for the 2-2 delivery. A foul again up on the roof and out of play. The roof is loaded here at Bush Stadium. Photographers, members of the press, a lot of people who couldn't get tickets. A new ball thrown out to Jim Bowden. Still two and two on Shannon. Skinner now practicing his swing down in the dugout. Pinch hitters have to get in the right frame of mind. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. Strike three. And for the third consecutive time, Shannon is struck out by Jim Barton. And now, 
We were talking about Skinner swinging a couple of bats, but here's Carl Warwick coming up to bat for Dal Maxville. What do you think that Howard was telling Bowden right now, remembering that Warwick swung at the first pitch every time up? Every time up, Carl Warwick, and uh, every time he has swung at it, he has had a base hit. He is three for three, and the other time he got a base on balls. Warwick's got the perfect answer for it, too. He says if the first pitch is a good pitch that I can hit, why wait? That's right. Pinch hitters just get up there once. All right, right-hand batter hitting 1,000 in this World Series. Bowden's pitch. He takes it outside, ball one. Ron Taylor is on deck with a warm-up jacket. And Jerry Buchek is loosening up down in the bullpen now. As a high foul alongside third. Boy, you might have room near the dugout, and he makes the one-hand catch. And, boy, that son was really bothering him. So the Yankees finally retire Carl Warwick in this series. Cleet Boyer having trouble with the railing in front of the Cardinal bullpen and uh, dugout, rather, and also the sun. And now Charlie James is coming up to bat. And it looks like Johnny Keene is going to save Bob Skinner for a more vital spot, maybe with a couple of men on later in the ballgame. Boyer's still looking up at the uh, sun and shading his eyes. It's a high sky here. Uh, there are no clouds to help these ball players. Yogi's coming out now to uh, find out what the big conference is between uh, Howard and Boughton. Sometimes in a spot like this, they just want to go over what the book says about a particular hitter. Every hitter is scouted. And looks like Bowden may say something like, uh, Yogi's playing charades now. He wants the great big one up That's there. That's Steve Hamilton. He went left-handed and tall as high as he could reach. So he's got a tall left-hander. Bowden may have uh, felt something, so that's the thing to do. Let your manager know. Give him a chance to make a move. And Yogi has got big Hamilton up out of that bullpen in a hurry. All right, Charlie James been up twice without a base hit in this series. Takes a pitch high and tight, ball one. Look at that Bowden fired that one, though, like there was nothing wrong with his arm. The one nothing pitch is right in there. Strike called, one and one. On deck, Kurt Flood. The Yankees lead three to one. We're in the bottom of the seventh inning. Bowden's curve is a little bit high. Two balls and a strike. Steve Hamilton, who is as rough on left-hand batters as any left-hander in the major league. He comes by the way of first base. 2-1 pitch, foul tip off the mask of Elston Howard. Ellie takes the mask off to check it. That shakes you up a little bit, Joe. Oh, foul boy. You ever have the feeling of flunking a cavity test? <laughs> That's it, right there. Ellie rubbing up the ball out in front of home plate with a 2-2 count on Charlie James. Two out and no one on. Two strikes. Charlie James digging in. Bowden delivers. It's a ground ball, a high hop, a boy, a nice play. Leaps in the air, throws to first in time for the out. Another nice play by Cleet Boyer. Three up. 
three down. And at the end of the seventh inning, the score is the Yankees three and the Cardinals one. Move up to Chrysler. A beautiful car in town. This year, go Chrysler. You get comfort all around. Chrysler, model 1965. The most beautiful Chrysler ever built. 18 feet of comfort, two tons of security, and seven Newport models are priced at only a few dollars a month more than some of the most popular smaller cars. That's why when your Chrysler dealer says, see us, we deliver, he means it. drive the all-new, completely different 1965 Chrysler. He'll show you firsthand why Chrysler is the people's choice. Out on the mound, the knuckleball-throwing right-hander, Bonnie Schultz. And Jerry Buczek has gone in to play second base in place of Dal Maxville, who was taken out for a pinch hitter. So Bonnie Schultz, who has not been too successful in this World Series, but he sure was the last part of the season for the Cardinals. Johnny Keane says that without Bonnie Schultz, the Cardinals would never have made the pennant this year. And Schultz will be pitching to the top of the Yankee order. Linz, Richardson, and Marin. Phil Linz is 0 for 3. Line to left, struck out, and fly to left. Yankees three, cards one, here in the top of the eighth inning. First pitch to Lins is a knuckleball strike one, and that ball got by Tim McCarver and rolled back to the screen. A ball that tough to catch is almost impossible to hit. Bob Humphrey, a right-hander, and Gordon Richardson, a left-hander, down in the Cardinal bullpen. Next pitch to Lins, a knuckleball fouled back to the screen. Strike two. Bob Humphrey, little right-hander. Schultz wants a new ball from plate umpire Al Smith. McCarver giving it a good rubbing-up job. I made a specific point of asking Barney whether it's a knuckleball or a fingernail grip, Phil. I know I talked about it the other day, but in case anybody's wondering, he throws it with his fingernails, and he's got to have them a certain length, a certain feel. Uh, it's a very uh, specific thing. Very delicate, too. There's a thrown back base hit. Phil Lynch threw his ball, batted that ball, and got good wood on it and lined a single to left field. He was fooled on the pitch. The bat went halfway out to the mound. And there is something tough to do. The game, the game continues at the beginning of side four after a short delay. A base hit for Linz. And here is Bobby Richardson. Bobby single to left, single to center, pop to short. With that knuckleball pitcher, he now becomes a luxury because it's tough to throw anybody out when you got to worry about catching that knuckleball. And with Richardson up there, you can look for anything. That brass ring may be up right now. Watch Linz. All right, Linz leads away. White holding him close. The stretch, the pitch to Bobby. He squares around, bunts in front of the play, but foul. No, it's a fair ball. He tags Richardson, and Linz heads up, went to second base. 
That ball bounced right on home plate, and McCarver reached for it, grabbed it, dropped it, and then uh, Al Smith called it a fair ball, and had Lins not been on his toes, they'd have had an easy double play because Richardson stopped running. If Richardson runs into that ball, he's out right now in fair territory, and they don't pick up the big base. The Cardinals are trying to claim that, but Al Smith right on top of it says, no, sir, McCarver had to tag him, and so they get the sacrifice bunt. Matter of inches, but a big play. A real big play, and here's Roger Maris. Maris had struck out and popped to first before homering over the roof in right field. Stretch by Schultz. Pitch to Maris. Knuckleball over strike call. Bill Lins down at second base. And you got to keep an eye on Lins. He's liable to do anything. Stretch by Schultz. His pitch is low. One and one. Dick Groh trying to hold Lins close at second because you give Lins enough lead and he'll go. As Joe told you, that knuckleball is tough to uh, hold for the catcher, and he's got to get a good grip on it to throw the ball. Here's the stretch. Pitch ground foul outside of first. One ball, two strikes. The amazing thing is that every hitter knows what's coming. Schultz is going to throw that knuckleball. But they still can't do too much for you. Now Roger Maris wants the second base umpire, Bill McKinley, to move out of his line of vision. And McKinley moves. And now the center fielder, Kurt Flood, <laughs> wants McKinley to move. He's going to have to dig himself a hole, Joe. You got to get managers going home, walk right out of the park. One ball, two strikes, one out. Bill Lins leading off second base. Stretch by Schultz. His pitch is outside. That evens the count at two and two. Now the National League umpires come in front of the bag. Ready for the two-two pitch. Here it is, and it's taken outside. Ball three. Full count on Maris. Schultz goes to the rosin bag. That Hoyt Wilhelm in the American League throws that fingertip knuckler too, uh, Joe, and he's got a great one. Ready for the payoff pitch to Maris. Here it is, and it's a ground ball to second base. Who check up with it on the big hop throws to White. Moving the third is Phil Lins, and there's two away. The batter, Mickey Mantle. Mickey will be batting left-handed for the first time in this ball game. Batting right-handed against Simmons. He struck out, hit into a fourth play, and then homered. And they're going to put Mantle on. They wasted no time. Four straight ones to Mickey Mantle. And this will be the first walk given up by Cardinal pitches in this ball game. Mickey Mantle getting an intentional pass. Bill Lins is taking the lead at third. He's ready to go. That Schultz might be throwing knuckleballs to keep in practice and throw one away. There's ball four. Mantle at first. Lins at third. Two out. Here's Howard. Elias popped to second. Bounced to second and fly to right field. The Yankees lead three to one. We're in the top of the eighth inning of this sixth game of the 1964 World Series. 
On deck, Tommy Trush. White holding the bag against Madeline. Here's the stretch by Schultz. His pitch low and outside, ball one. And McCarver continues to call that knuckleball, Joe, even though with a runner at third. He's got to go down the drain with it. Uh, he can't switch off now. He's in trouble. And the thing about him, uh, Phil, he's making sure that uh, he's getting his body in front of it as much as he possibly can. Stretch by Schultz. His pitch swing. Foul tip held by Schultz. Rather by uh, Tim McCarver. One ball, one strike. Lenz leads off third. Mantle off first. The pitch foul tip at the plate. One ball, two strikes. You know, you, I, I can really appreciate this McCarver the way he's doing. I'm sure everybody watching him here does. Uh, keep in mind that if that ball gets through the infielder, there's an outfielder out there. If it gets by the outfielder, there's a fence. But when you're catching a knuckleball and it gets by you, there's nobody back there but a manager wanting to know what happened. And you don't have time to explain because he's not going to give you a chance. McCarver's hanging tough right with this Barney Schultz knuckleball, which I'm sure has had McCarver waking up 2, 3 o'clock in the morning many a time. <laughs> All right, Joe. One ball, two strikes on Elston Howard. Stretch by Schultz. His pitch line to center field. That's in for a base hit. Lynn scores. Mantle holds it second. And the Yankees lead 4-1. to one. And Howard hit that knuckleball right off the end of the bat. So the strategy that time did not pay off as they put Mantle on the pitch to Howard. And it brings up Tommy Tresh. Tresh has bounced the third, doubled to deep left field and scored and struck out. Tommy also batting left-handed for the first time today. He and Mantle switch hitters. Howard at first, Mantle at second with two out. Schultz delivers. It's a check swing low. Ball one. On deck, Joe Pepitone. So the hit by Linz throwing the bat at the ball has been a big one here. There's a throw to first and eight. Almost got him. What a beautiful pickoff play. Joe, he picked me off up here. That's a sign play. Bill White, boy, he was laying back there like nothing was going to happen. And all of a sudden, fire broke out, and he was in behind Elston Howard. Fine play. Sikori right on top of that play. No argument by anybody, so, man, it was close, wasn't it? Boy, that was really something. And Howard had a real big lead at first. Just missed getting him. The pitch is low ball two, two and nothing. You know, Phil, for a knuckleball, this Schultz, he doesn't throw too often to the bases, but when he throws, it's pretty effective. In a crucial game with Cincinnati, he picked Beta Pinson off, and here he about had Elston Howard. Schultz sets. Delivers its over. Strike call. Of course, what crossed me up, he never looked at first. As you say, it was a sign play, and uh, I guess the third baseman, Kenny Boyer, gave it all. Either he or McCarver. That's one of those plays that when it works, great, but uh, <laughs> if he missed the sign, you can see what happens. Might fall if he's still rolling around right field. Oh, boy. Ready now for the 2-1 delivery. Here it is, and it's a foul back of the plate. 
That evens the count, two and two. Boy, Mantle had a tough time starting off second base that time. He really does. As a matter of fact, he had a tough time on Howard's base hit because with two out, you figure if he's got a good jump, go to third easy, he's running all the way. But you can see him really starting like in slow motion and then picking up speed. Two balls, two strikes, two out. One run in here in the top of the eighth. The Yankees lead it four to one. Ball's been rubbed up three times. The umpire, McCarver, and now Schultz, and he's going to rubbed up so much, he's going to rub it right out of play. All right, Bonnie Schultz. Ready now. Mantle leading off second. Howard off first. Here's the pitch. It's taken outside. Three and two, and everybody will be running. Mantle holds up the two outside, Elston Howard. count on Tommy Tresh. The stretch. The runners go. The ball is popped foul and coming back out of play into the crowd. Mantle walking back to second. Howard back to first. Schultz again giving the ball a good rubbing up. Goes to the rosin bag. Now looks in for the sign. And once again, we'll have the payoff pitch. Here it is, way outside. Pops out of McCarver's glove, and the bases are loaded. And Johnny Keene is coming on. Boy, that Keene doesn't waste any time. And he pointed to the left arm. With Joe Pepitone coming up, he wants the left-hander coming in. And while uh, we have the left-hander coming in from the bullpen, we pause 30 seconds for station identification. WGY, WGFM, Schenectady. Enjoy the World Series even more. Serve favorite mixed drinks with Saratoga Vichy. You'll find Saratoga Vichy the perfect mixer, world famous for its distinctive dry taste and long-lasting carbonation. Ever notice how drinks on the rocks are raw and rough and drinks made with plain tap water are dull and lifeless? Now add flavor and more enjoyment to your favorite mixed drinks with Saratoga Vichy. Look for Saratoga Vichy in the green bottle with a bright yellow label. Gordon Richardson has come out on the mound to do the pitching for the Cardinals. He's the fourth Cardinal pitcher this afternoon. Richardson making his second series appearance. He has worked a total of one-third of an inning, allowed two hits and two runs, both of them earned. Has walked two, hasn't struck out anybody. And the left-hander will be facing the left-hand hitting Joe Pepitone. Joe 0 for 3 in this ballgame, is lined to right, struck out, and popped out to first base. Yankees have Mantle at third, Howard at second, Tresh at first. One run in here on the top of the eighth, New York leading the Cardinals 4 to 1.
Nelson Howard having a little chat with Dick Grote. Phyllis uh, Richardson won over power. Yeah, he's got good control. He relies heavily on breaking stuff. You know, when he started to walk out there, he looked a lot like Bobby Shantz. Does remind you of Shantz. A little bit taller. Uh-huh. All right, Richardson is ready. Pepitone steps into the batter's box. First pitch to Joe is a curve, strike one. He started a swing, held up, but the ball nicked the corner. Well, I think one of the great descriptions of all time was Red Barber's description of Bobby Shan. Says when he finished pitching, he looked like a bar of used laundry soap. Another curve, low and outside. One on one. And you're talking about one of the real great fielding pitchers of our time, Bobby Shan. One ball, one strike, two out. All three runners leading away. Richardson's curve, high and tight. Ball two, two and one. No place to put Pepitone without forcing in a run. Richardson checking the sign from Tim McCarver. Wines, delivers, foul, back out of play. Two and two. Bob Humphreys, who has sat down for a while, is up again now in the Cardinal bullpen. He's a right-hander. Here's the 2-2 pitch. Curve foul just off the end of the bat. This sixth game being played under bright, sunlit skies here in St. Louis, Missouri. Mantle, Howard, Tresh lead away. Richardson kicks, delivers a curve, foul tipped, and in and out of the glove of Tim McCarver. That was a tough play for McCarver. Curve was low. So Pepitone gets a life. Richardson taking the sign from in back of the pitching rubber. Then when he gets it, he walks up, gets set. He delivers a curve, hit deep to right field. This one is gone. A grand slammer for Joe Pepitone. Holy cow, did he hit that one. Joe Pepitone. It's a grand slam home run. And the Yankees now lead 8-1. to one. Looked like a high curveball, Phil. He really jumped on it. He's one of the happiest guys because he had a tough time with it. But boy, that's, look at that bench. He is just embouting with a towel over his head, hugging him. That takes a lot of the pressure off right here. I'll say it doesn't. Joe Pepitone has gone into the record books with a grand slam home run, tying a record held by quite a few. And here is Cleet Boyer, the eighth Yankee to hit here in the eighth inning. He takes a pitch high, ball one. The Yankees have scored five times here in the top of the eighth. As the Cardinal relief pitchers have not been able to put out the fire. Pitch to Boya, pop foul, and coming back into the crowd out of play. One ball, one strike on Cleet Boya. Boyer is flying to center, bounce to second, and single to left. 
On deck is Jim Bowden. Two men are out. The pitch is on the outside corner. One ball, two strikes. I was interested in that. This is uh, how many times in a series uh, two Grand Slam home runs been hit. This is uh, since 56. The pitch is hit in the air to right field. Mike Shannon moving in under it. He's there and he's got it. Five big runs for the Yankees in the top of the eighth inning. And now at the middle of the eighth inning, the score is the Yankees eight, the Cardinals one. See us. We deliver. The most beautiful new car. Chrysler 65. That's our car. And it could be yours. The most beautiful Chrysler ever built. See us. We deliver the car with 18 feet of comfort, two tons of security, more room, a better ride. See us. We deliver the big car that's easy to own. Easy to own because seven Chrysler Newport models are priced only a few dollars a month more than some of the most popular smaller cars. Isn't this your year to move up? Then move up to Chrysler. See us. We deliver. Join the car buyers who are making the easy move up to the all-new Chrysler. See your Chrysler dealer. He delivers. We get ready to go now in the bottom of the eighth inning. As the Yankees broke the game wide open with five runs in the top of the eighth. Take a commanding eight-to-one lead here in the bottom of the eighth. And it'll be the top of the uh, Cardinal order, Flood, Brock, and White, to face Jim Bowden. Flood, single to left, and scored the Cardinals' only run in this game in the first inning. Fly to right in the third, walked in the fifth. And that is the only walk given up by Jim Bowden. Here's Bowden's first pitch. It's high, ball one. Yogi Berra had had Steve Hamilton loosening up last inning, but nobody loosening up now in either bullpen. Outside with a fastball. Two balls, no strike. Howard motioning to Bowden to come directly overhand with that big lead. Based on balls, what you want to stay away from, uh, just throw strikes. And sometimes, unconsciously, they let up, and Howard staying right on top of this young right-hander. This is the time they want them to earn their way on first base. There's a fastball low, and it's ball three. Three and nothing. And they'll be a little stirring around. Yep, there it goes down in the bullpen. Let's see who's getting up. It's Big Hamilton again. The next pitch is in there. Strike call, three and one. And now Ralph Terry gets up along with Steve Hamilton. Hamilton, the left-hander. Terry, the right-hander. Bowden's 3-1 pitch. Low ball four. And Flood has walked for the second time in this game. Brings up Lou Brock. Single to center in the first inning. Fly to center in the third and single to center again in the fifth. Pepitone not bothering to hold Flood too close to first base, playing about six feet in back of him. Boyer, though, is in at third, looking for anything. Bowden sets, 
Delivers a line drive to right center field. Mantle Diggy, he can't get this one. It's off the wall, bounces past Mickey. Flood is being held at third base, and Brock is in with a stand-up double. And I want to tell you, Joe, he rifled that one. Yes, he did. That ball was well hit, as he kind of figured that Bob may just lay one in and try to get ahead of him. He jumped on to get something going. And Yogi Bear is coming out of the uh, dugout, walking very slowly. And uh, with what went on the inning before, Phil, I wouldn't be surprised for a quick move here by Yogi, even though he's got a seven-run lead. Once it gets going, those bats can get contagious, and Yogi wants to stop it before it does. He's got Hamilton, a left-hander, and he's got Terry, a right-hander, warming up. Well, as you said there, Joe, uh, Yogi saw what happened when the Yankees' bats got hot in the top of this inning, and the relief pitchers couldn't stem the tide. And, of course, Bowden, who has pitched a real strong ball game. All managers like to see their pitchers finish naturally, and it's always that one more man business, and that could be what Yogi has uh, sent out as a warning that uh, one more guy, and uh, you're going to be out of here, and a lot of times that's enough to get that pitcher going. That's right. Remember, in New York, Yogi did the same thing, talked for quite a while, walked slowly back to the dugout. Then as he got to the dugout, came popping out again. But let's see what happens. Bill White steps into the batter's box. White hit into a double play, bounced it first, hit back to the box. But it looks like Bowden's going to hang in there. Runners lead off second and third. There's no one out. The pitch to White is low ball one. With Bowden getting that big base hit, Phil, uh, to tie it up, uh, it's almost like Yogi saying, I want you to finish this game, but I'm not going to jeopardize it. Uh, and he may be leaning just a little bit to leave him in. He's got a seven-run lead. All right, Bowden ready. His pitch swing and a miss, strike one. One ball, one strike. Cardinals now trying to go for that long ball. The Yankees have three home runs today. One by Maris, one by Mantle, and the grand slammer by Pepitone. Bowden checks the sign. Change of pace, strike two, and he had White Bull that time. Bill White way out in front. And Bowden has not been using that changeup as much as he did in the first game he pitched against the Cardinals. But he sure used it in a great spot there. Flood at third, Brock at second with no one out. Bowden winds, delivers a curved ground ball, and Pepitone's got it. Wheels around, flips to Bowden in time to get White. A run scores, and that makes it an 8-2 ball game. White is credited with an RBI on that ground out, moving the third on the play, Lou Brock. Pepitone made a good play again on Bill White, tossing him out. Flood has scored both the Cardinal runs in this ballgame. Brings up Kenny Boyer. Boyer flying to left, struck out, bounced to second. Terry and Hamilton still throwing in the Yankee bullpen. Pitch to Boyer is a curve right in there, strike one call. On deck, Dick Grote. Here's Bowden's next pitch. It's low. One ball, one strike.
Bowden's rhythm might have been off early in the game. He wasn't losing his hat near as much as he's losing it here now. Brock leads off third. Pitch to Boya. Popped up. Joe Pepitone in foul territory is under it and makes the catch between home and first. Two away. And the battle will be Dick Grote. Grote is off for three. Struck out fly to center line to right. I think it's pretty obvious, Phil, that uh, since Yogi's last visit, he wasn't out there checking on Bowden's health. It looks like he let out a pretty good blast, and uh, Bowden's really been throwing. You're absolutely right, Joe. He's throwing harder now, or just as hard now as he was in the early part of the game. Yankees eight, cards two, with two out in the bottom of the eighth. Ground ball hits a short. Linz backs up on a big hop. Throws to first in time to get Dick Rowe. The Cardinals pick up a run. And now at the end of the eighth inning, the score is the Yankees eight, the Cardinals two. Your Imperial dealer invites you to meet the incomparable Imperial Vintage 1965. A very special luxury car. One of America's most spacious cars and the most quiet. Imperial, a world of luxury no other car can offer. Take time to discover the many important exclusives offered by the 1965 Imperial. See it today at your Imperial dealer. Well, the fifth pitcher for the Cardinals is out on the mound right now, Bob Humphreys, a right-hander. And he'll be pitching to Jim Bowden, Phil Lins, and Bobby Richardson as we get ready to play in the top of the ninth inning. In the Yankees' big five-run eighth inning, they actually came up with two big breaks in that inning. Phil Lins, with two strikes on him, threw his bat at a knuckleball he was fooled on and got the good wood on it and lined it to left. What appeared to be an easy out. And then Richardson, in sacrificing, bounced right in front of the plate. McCarver had the ball, but it popped out of his glove. He picked it up and tagged Richardson. And had Linz not gotten a second base, Maris had a ground ball a second that could have resulted in a double play, and the Yankees could very well have been out of that inning without a run. But as it is, they picked up five and lead here now. Eight to two. Here's the first pitch to Bowden. Swing and a miss, strike one. Bowden struck out. Lined a single to left center and hit into a double play. Some question, too, Phil, whether uh, Richardson had run into that ball. Been a little interference and called him out. He wouldn't have got that base. So That's that true. Next pitch is over. Strike two call. Nothing in two. They say baseball is a game of inches, and we've seen it here today. The two-strike curve right in there. Strike three call. And I'm sure Yogi did not want to see Bowden on base. In this inning. If they keep throwing him curveballs like that, Yogi's not going to see one thing. <laughs> All right, here's Linz. Line to left, struck out, fly to left, and single to start the Yankee rally in the top of the eighth. Oh, 
funny windup by this Humphreys. The pitch is the strike call. I've never quite seen a windup like this, Joe. He hides that ball real good. It's hard to pick up. Last minute is when you pick it up. Double pump this time. Pitch, ground ball to third. Big hop to Kenny Boyer. Fires to Bill White. It's two out. That brings up Bobby Richardson. Bobby, single to left in the first inning, stole second. Single to center in the fourth. Popped to short and sacrificed. He's two for three. Has 11 base hits in this series. Two out, no one on. It's to Bobby. Fouled back out of play in the upper deck. Humphreys goes to the rosin bag. Now he winds. Again, the double pump. Pitch, a ground ball. Nice play by Kenny Boyd. It was left throws to first for the out. And if Boyer had not caught that ball, Richardson would have had an infield single. So it's three up and three down. And at the middle of the ninth inning, the score is the Yankees eight, the Cardinals two. This is Joe Garagiola. You know, in sports, a lot of people think it's a spectacular play that counts. The ninth inning homer, the grand slammer, the shoestring catch. Important? Sure. But dependable, steady performance is the real thing. Your Chrysler Plymouth dealer knows this, too. That's why he really cares, not only about cars, but the people who drive them. His service makes you feel like part of the team. Customer care, he calls it, with a customer relations manager to help solve your problems, to follow up every sale, to make sure the customer's happy. Customer care means treating your car right, too, with the right mechanics, the right tools, and only Mopar Chrysler Park. See your Chrysler Plymouth dealer, a guy who keeps on caring. And right now, your Chrysler Plymouth dealer offers a free 52-page TV football almanac. Inside are rules, lineups, charts, and pictures for greatest enjoyment of the college games. Brought to you Saturdays on NBC TV by Chrysler Corporation. Just ask your Chrysler Plymouth dealer for it. Well, the bottom of the ninth inning, the Cardinals trailing 8-2. to two. And their first hitter will be Tim McCarver, who is two for three. Single to right, beat out an infield single, and fly to center. Jim Bowden, been in there all the way for the Yankees, but the Yankees now have their bullpen going. The left-hander, Steve Hamilton, and the right-hander, Ralph Cherry. McCarver batting an even 500 in this series. He has 10 hits in 20 at-bats. Jim Bowden ready to go. His pitch is inside, ball one. Fastball on the outside corner, one and one. Bowden ready. 
curve, ground ball, foul outside of first. Nice play by Pepitone. Oh, he cut the pie on that one. He didn't even know he had it, Joe. <laughs> yeah, that grand slam will make you do it, boy, like you're leading the parade. As a matter of fact, anything Joe does, especially here in St. Louis, the fans really give him a lot of riding. One ball, two strikes. McCarver digging in. Foul back to the screen. Still one and two. Yankees came on late here in this ball game, scoring one in the fifth, two in the sixth, and five in the eighth. Bowden's change of pace popped in the air. Richardson going back, backing up, still backing up and making the catch in short right center field. One man out. The batter, Mike Shannon. Shannon has been up three times and has struck out all three times. Bowden's pitch is high and outside. Ball one. Howard walks halfway out to the mound and tells Bowden, keep firing that ball. Don't let up. Bill Murray used to have a great expression. Uh, Phil, he'd always say, don't go to thinking, just go to throwing. I'll do the thinking <laughs> with a seven or six run lead. Foul back on the screen. Uh, Bill Meyer was quite a manager, Joe. Oh, he was probably the most... He understood, I think, ball players better than any manager I know you played for. Him. Yes, he I did. He did. He did. He's a great man. Oh, what feeling he had for the ball player. One ball, one strike, one out. Nobody on here in the bottom of the ninth. Bowden still doing exercises out on the mound. His pitch is hit deep to right field. Mantle going back. That ball is off the screen. And Shannon rounds first, starts, stops, starts, and then goes back to first. Shannon was undecided in a close ball game. He'd have gone all the way to second, but right here he played it safe. His run is not that important. Shannon singles high off the screen in right field. That's why that big lead is so important. Uh, it's the best defense in the world because it makes the other club play station-to-station baseball now. they got to hit the ball, stop, look, and listen. The first pitch is lined to left field, a base hit. Jerry Buchek on the first pitch, and Shannon's trying for third, and he crossed up Trish there. Now, Shannon did not go to second on what appeared to be a cinch double, but he turned second and went to third. And Tommy Tresh just held the ball saying, why is he going to third? But he's in there. Man, if he had been thrown out, he would have got a little lip service from Johnny Keene, but a single left. And now Bob Skinner is coming up to pinch hit. Yogi's got a foot on the second step of the dugout. If he gets any higher, that's going to be all for Bowden. So Jerry Buchek wasted no time. Looks like Yogi's going to make a move with his left-hander. He's been waiting to uh, get Hamilton in, it looks like. Skinner, the left-hander. And the way he's walking out there and looking towards the uh, right-field bullpen, it looks like he's going to make a move and give this young right-hander some help. 
Well, Yogi doesn't want lightning to strike twice in the same place, and he's called for the left-hander, I believe, Joe. Hamilton has been warming up for a couple innings now, so he should be good and ready for him. So the big left-hander is coming on, so right now we pause 30 seconds for station identification. This is WGY, the General Electric Station, Schenectady. You'll always be home safe when you buy Ginger Perfect Saratoga Ginger Ale. Its extra pale dry flavor is bubbly, bright, and zesty. A real thirst quencher, too. And Saratoga Ginger Ale is a delicious mixer served with your favorite beverages. Saratoga Ginger Ale is a happy marriage of imported Jamaican ginger and clear, pure water with just the right touch of carbonation. Get Saratoga Ginger Ale at your favorite store in Full Quartz. Remember Saratoga Ginger Ale? Full Quartz give you over 10% more in every bottle than in other so-called quartz. Slide home with Saratoga, Saratoga Perfect Ginger Ale today. Barton worked eight and a third innings. He allowed nine hits. Walked two, struck out five. And thus far has been charged with two runs. But Shannon at third and Buchek at first are Barton's responsibility should they score. Steve Hamilton, who is six feet seven inches tall, and you know, Joe, he said he was too small to play NBA basketball. He was on that great Laker team with George Mikan, and uh, he said they bounced him around under that basket so much that he had to quit. I don't know about that, but I watch him throw now, Phil. I tell you, he gives you the feeling you're hitting uphill. <laughs> he does a big boy, and to left handers, he has been rough all year. Bob Skinner digging in at the plate. Who check it first? Shannon at third. One man out in the bottom of the ninth. Yankees lead 8-2. Here's the pitch to Skinner. A curve low and away. Ball one. Runners lead off first and third. Curve ball. Ground ball up the middle. And that's through for a base hit. One run scores. And Buchek holds it second. And it's an 8-3 ball game. So Bob Skinner didn't seem to have any trouble with the left-handed slants of Steve Hamilton as he bounces one up the middle. And these Cardinal pinch hitters continue to come through in this series. A run batted in for Bob Skinner. That run is charged to Bowden. And here is Kurt Flood. He is single. Fly to right and walk twice. He's also scored twice in this game. It's now an 8-3 ball game in favor of the Yankees. And now Pete Mickelson gets up to warm up alongside Ralph Terry. The pitch to Florida swing and a miss, strike one. On deck, Lou Brock. Cardinals break up their right and left-hand hitters pretty well. They got a right-hand hitter, left-hander. Left-hander, right-hander, right-hander, left-hander. Curve swing and a miss, strike two. He just did foul tip it. Held on to by Elston Howard. Al Smith gives the sign. Nothing in two on Flood. Runners lead off first and second. Hamilton stretches. Pitch, ground ball, a short. Lands up and it goes to Richardson for one. Back to first, double play. And so the Yankees ended with a double play as Hamilton is congratulated. One run across. For the St. Louis Cardinals, the ball game is over, 
and the Yankees win it and even up the series at three and three. And now for the wrap up of the ball game, Joe Garagiola. And a tremendous ball game it was, uh, Phil. If Boughton and Simmons hooked up here, and the whole story has to be the power of the New York Yankees and the fine pitching of Jim Boughton. Youngster right now walking across the field being congratulated by uh, Frankie Crossetti. Simmons and Bowden hooked up, and you go back to a play back in the fifth inning. The Cardinals jumped out to a one to nothing lead in the very first inning on a base hit by Flood, one by Brock. White hit into a double play with Flood scoring. And then in the fifth inning, Trash hit a double. Pepitone was out on strikes. Boyer then hit a ground ball. Uh, he was thrown out by Maxville to Bill White, but Trash took third. And then Bowden got himself a line drive base hit to tie up this ball game at one and one. In the sixth inning, Maris and Mantle hit home runs, and so the Yankees took the lead. And then the eighth inning, they broke it loose with five big runs. And they feature, of course, a grand slam home run by Joe Pepitone. Jim Bouton in a real tough ball game because for the Yankees, this was the game they had to have. There was no tomorrow for the Yankees. They had to win it. And Jim Bouton knew it. He went as long and as hard as he could possibly go. And he is the winning pitcher. He needed some help from Hamilton. He got it. A game-ending double play engineered by Phil Lenz and Bobby Richardson. Here is a line score. Eight runs, ten hits, and no errors for the New York Yankees. Jim Bouton is the winning pitcher. For the St. Louis Cardinals, three runs, ten hits, and one error. And Kurt Simmons is the losing pitcher. So we're all evened up now, three games apiece. Tomorrow, who knows who will be the pitcher, because they're going to go with everybody. For the game, as they were talking about it, Yogi was talking about Downing or Stottlemyre, uh, Johnny Keene, of course, Gibson or Sadecki. They'll make that decision, the biggest one, of course, of the year, because in typical fashion, as these two ball clubs battled all year to get to a World Series, it goes down to the seventh game. And I know we kept talking about how it was a repeat of the 1960 World Series with the uh, Yankees in Pittsburgh, and that went right down to the seventh game, and that's the way it is here. And so we'll be right back here tomorrow for that seventh game, and it'll be the Cardinals against the Yankees, which will be the best way to put it, as the Yankees won it this afternoon, 8-3. to three. Our producer today was Ken McGregor, and our engineer was Howard Gunther. Now, this broadcast is authorized under broadcasting rights granted by the Commissioner of Baseball solely for the entertainment of our listening audience and any publication, rebroadcast, or other use of the descriptions and accounts of this game without the express written consent of the Commissioner of Baseball is prohibited. Now, be sure to tune in tomorrow, 1.45 Eastern Daylight Time, for the seventh and the last game of this exciting 1964 World Series. When your host, as today, again will be Gillette, the people who know men best, and Chrysler Corporation, maker of Plymouth, Dodge, Dodge Trucks, Chrysler, and Imperial. <laughs>